Hey, 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 hey. How y'all living, black people? This is Wilson Blacks. You're now listening to me on No Days Off. Peace, peace, y'all. Hold up, wait a minute. Take a load off. How you feeling? If you're looking for a place to work through it, well, you found it. No Days Off. In my uh, old ass apartment, it's coming on, and it's like, shh. And then the the ghosts and goblins come, and then you hear the you hear the wind passing by the window. That's because they feel the power. Right. Why? Like, why is the ghost of Christmas past coming to visit? And it's they not feel even the time powers, for that the shit powers, They feel the powers you men are trying sometimes to. Sometimes that's how it happens. It's like sometimes. you can wait at least for Christmas Eve. I know, right? But you know, but you know, you know Satan's always working. But that's what happens when you have a home studio, okay? You yes. Have, it's like you know, you can't. Everything can't be perfect. I love listen, home. listen. Oh, okay, God bless okay. the DIY. Shondo, right? Shondo. Okay, so. <laughs> Today was amazing because, like, yes. I was thinking, I was like, okay, I got up. I was like, we're going to do a podcast today. Thank we're going to have an amazing guest today. And if you didn't know, the name of the podcast is No But in knowing that we were prepping for that, I was like, I'm going to put on some music. And like Tank came yes. on, Tank came on. I love Tank. First of all, Tank is uh, he a has real a, one. He's he's fly. He has an amazing he voice. Is a real one. And he's very very talented. Yeah. Like he's been he's been writing for everybody forever. He's had like a twenty year career career, you know. But of course, it made me like immediately think about like the kind of conversation that he stirred up. Mm-hmm. Um. How long ago was it? I think it was more than one time. It was I was like going to say several times yeah. over the last Just couple of years, like, but there was. Months. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. There was definitely one this year. Tamar and yeah, around it was around the time for the yes. Tamar one. Yeah. Yes. Well, what did he say? What did he what, do? You, do you remember exactly what he so said? So basically, the brother argued like, "Yo, like if a brother happened to suck dick once, that doesn't make him gay." Type thing. Yes. Right? Essentially, type thing. It was he, essentially he was arguing like for mm-hmm. an experimentation, right? It's and, like, and then he also, I don't know if this was the same time or like. A together or a separate time where he also mentioned something about like letting a woman like eat his butt or yeah, something yeah definitely yeah. i think it was off the back of that and he essentially he was he essentially at the end after people kept coming at him he's like yo y'all got too much time to worry about like the things that don't concern you you understand on wednesday like if it just it just, yeah. just the whole reaction was so interesting to me it's like because Everybody's like, oh, we don't woo, woo, care, woo, woo. But every time anything close to the topic gets mentioned, men have all the time in the world. To talk. Now like, everybody want to talk shit. And it's just like, I thought you didn't care. I thought this, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like <laughs> pick a side, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just so strange because like. It's really fucking strange. Like, why are you guys always in our bedroom? But I mean, you know what? To be honest, if we can like. Let's be honest about the conversation that he was having. It was naturally a very like adult, grown person conversation, mm-hmm. and they were having an open, honest conversation about sexuality. I think like what was weird, and by the way, if you guys did not notice that amazing voice, that was mad hype just now. That was Mr. Wilson. Is it Mr. Wilson Black? Is that what you give? 
at Wilson Blacks. Please don't forget the S. Blacks. All the blacks. The S for, for, for Big Sexy. No, no, no. Because, actually, if, you, because actually, if you watch the grapevine, <laughs> the comment section, these women... They go really, really hard. They Wilson. love some chocolatey Wilson. They yeah. really, really go hard, Wilson. I, I mean, I consider Wilson to be like a philosopher, a scholar. He's all things. Um, but I, I just remember like when he came on the grapevine the first time, like so impactful in terms of like Sorry, everything, like your opinions, like how hard you went, like how t- articulate you were, and articulate in a way like not in a way where like white people are like oh yeah it's so articulate yeah, i'm not trying to be dismissive Fuck of you that. yeah i'm actually trying to communicate with you yes it's like very direct and it's like is very like everybody every like a, a, a familiarity but like such a, a new introduction to the way that you can think about something and it was very very impactful but but if you gave your own intro to like the audience how would you introduce yourself who are you so like and we'll be right back to the subject y'all hold on my name is Wilson Blacks, and so the S in the Blacks is actually a dollar sign, and it's shorthand for the soul of black folks. And so it's inspired mm-hmm. by two things. So um, I went to the Studio Museum in Harlem in the early 2000s, and I saw a print that was a play on W.E.B. Dubois' book called The Souls of Black Folks, mm-hmm. and it had the um, CLS. Remember the CLS, the Benz? It had two pictures <laughs> of it and the okay. souls of black folks. And it just like... Oh. Like what I'm interested in, in what I'm captivated by is like our relationship to ourselves and our relationships to survival. And since we are the original capital, right? Like our relationship to economics and survival is about our relationship to ourselves. Like, and so that's why wow. the S, the shorthand, because also I used to like do graffiti, right? So when I tied it, I used to mm. tag black two, three, one, right? And then I added the S after I, you understand the ones that, so like, yeah, when, Wilson Blacks, pleasure to meet you type thing. You understand the ones there, but there's a depth to the whole play at all times. But Malcolm said, like, if you want to keep something solid, you keep it to yourself, right? There's mm-hmm. a lot of assumption about what people like dark-skinned, tall Negroes, what is it that we think about? What is it that we're able to conceptualize? And you understand? So it's like Sun Tzu said in Victory, it's best to make it look easy, Car. If you make it look talk- too complicated, men will start asking questions. Mm-hmm. So more time a man is just walking, but understand that, you know? Mm-hmm. But you know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, blacks with an S, pleasure to meet you. Pleasure yeah. to have you, Pleasure to meet very, you, Very, very happy to have you here. Yes. And I know, like, that kind of intro into that, uh, into that, uh, fucking, uh, what's this dude's name we're talking about? Uh, Tank. Tank. I was gonna. I was thinking Ti. I don't know why. <laughs> Sorry, but Tank. Another episode. That's another episode. But Tank, like, why Wilson? But you know, we we wanted to have this conversation for a long time mm-hmm. about you know the relationship between like the queer community, gay men and black men in, in well, black straight men, cis men. I see, even yeah, particular. even that framing to be it's like it's an inner black man conversation, right? It is because an inner like, black man conversation, right. like because like queer men don't because like that's the premise of if you don't remember anything I say to you. Today, remember that queer black men are still black men. Yeah, absolutely. right. Like, like yes. there's these like like people make these fascinating distinctions mm. to me that are always so interesting. It's like so, like hold on, hold on. You mean to tell me you think like a black man saying to society, "Fuck your sexual rules," is what less of a black man? Yeah, right for a lot of people, yeah. And, and you just gotta look at them like you understand. That's literally like taking on more. You understand? Mm-hmm. That's even more reason for society to come at you. And you understand the ones that cost like how many of cis heteronormative men 
are trapped in the prison of masculinity. Take yeah. that. You understand? Yeah. How many brothers are walking around with their chest poked out and rare, 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 moving like men are ready to go and et cetera, but in truth, that men, they aren't. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, yes. So it's like, a lot of men already act like this masculinity thing that they're on is not performative. But if you know if you know it from the inside, it's, it's, you know? It's shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's and a I, lot. And, sorry. like, that is what, that I feel like, to your point, that is what Tank was trying to, to offer. Uh, he was trying to offer this, this thing that says, like, listen, why is it that we're acting outside of the confines of reality and then trying to say, like, it is? Like, how are we acting like... A woman can have an experience and that's fine and a man can have that can't have that experience and then you want to tether masculinity for the reasons why he can't and that is kind of like and you're indoctrinated into that whether it's religion whether that shit is tradition which a lot of that is patriarch is ba is based in patriarchy even if you do have a house full of women who uphold that i shit. mean listen to be so raising you you know what i mean so when people talk to me about like homosexuality, like there's two points that I want to remind people. So like Julius Caesar was the husband of every wife and the wife of every husband, right? Meaning like in Roman times, like mm -hmm. gender fluidity was a much more normalized concept. In like Japanese society, like pre like the arrival of the Europeans, homosexual relationships were considered to be superior to heterosexual relationships, mm -hmm. right? So it's like human history is a lot more complicated than the singular narrative. Part of the reason why the quote-unquote, the Bible is quote-unquote homophobic, right, is because like the Bible is a political document mm -hmm. attempting to change a doctrine from one empire to the other. So meaning like the Roman Empire was trying to rid itself of its pagan origins yeah. to create a more centralized power source. And so they use Christianity as the methodology to establish that sort of social control, right? right? It was the religious, like it was the tip of the spear that allowed the rest of their culture and civilization to like pass through people and unify them under one sort of belief system of a one God who gave a son and et cetera, and et cetera, and et cetera. So right. when you look at the origins and the times of that, so when you see that type of perspective, you, you really begin to see like, yo, this whole notion of it being a spectrum is probably more likely than any other explanation. And you realize that, yeah, cause you probably should spend time investing your thoughts into other things. But the mm -hmm. thing is like, People's identities is attached to these big boy, like, oh, man, is our Batman, man, is like this, man, is like that, man, is it, yo, fam, try to be a human being, mm -hmm. right? You understand the ones that called, uh, to me, the hardest act, the, the deepest act, the most complicated act for a human being is to love oneself. And it's part of loving oneself is to realize that one is only human, meaning imperfection is baked in the equation. Mm -hmm. You understand the ones that mm -hmm. when you talk about a human being, you talk about something or somebody or someone that's imperfect by nature. As such, being able to love your ups and your lows, your flaws, plus, you know what I'm saying? Mm. The, the good, the bad. Exactly. Is the it's the most... Is the deepest ultimate act of love, and it's one that most of us fail at, right? Yeah. And so, like to me, what masculinity becomes becomes is like a placebo of that, right? It it feels like it's selling you self love. You think by like portraying this thing, you're, you're winning getting a result yeah, exactly. from it. You're but in truth, it's it. like yo, fam, like like how many like are to like as how many like men are in relationships with human beings who don't know anything about them because they've never a lot. I know nothing about my father. Mm -hmm. My mother, she may know certain things, but she doesn't know a lot. Right. And if she does, we certainly talking. don't know. No one talks. And it's very, very common to allow the man to just be quiet in the corner. Mm -hmm. 
You understand? Not showing so emotion, so not true. having to be vocal. You know, women are the ones who are talkative and loud and. Because, like, so, for example, like, I remember the first time I saw, like, the first Kahinde Wiley painting I saw in real life. Mm-hmm. This is going to sound crazy, but I figured, like, he had to be homosexual. And the reason why is, like, he painted black men in a way that was so loving. Like, when you, you could see artist strokes when you get up close and personal yeah, to his work. so true. And, like, the scale. Because when you think about the scale, the effort Huge. required in mm. order to, like, paint that by hand. And for the imagery to be so complicated, but yet so soft, so human, right? Like, and maybe yeah. this is a fucked up assumption from my on my behalf. But it was like, his love of the black body goes beyond sort of just, like, brotherhood, right? He has, yeah. like, true love of, like black men type thing and that's exactly and that's one of the conversations i want to start with like black men in general right because it's like it's easy to say oh that gay man but like who loves black men more than gay men yeah black black gay men i mean sorry you know what i'm saying like because i think about it it's such an affirmation to the face of the world right to be like i will be what i am you understand the ones day like yo even like you just think about like yo just think about walking outside (laughs) your house every day like being a trans woman cause you think it's bad being a tall nigga with a hoodie on imagine being a tall nigga with a hoodie on who feels like inside you were born to be a woman and decides to stand on that shit yeah you understand not keep that shit hidden be like nah bro like or to be like yo i am both i'm gender fluid some days i'm a f- like imagine like facing the world like that daily and right. big man like you that's different fam mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. different and this is like one of the things that i always talk about when it is time to have the conversations about really grappling what it means to be a queer person and being a trans person and to and to like embrace that and not rush to be accepted by anybody because the fact of the matter is is that to ask yourself who am i and to arrive at that place and say that i'm willing to show everybody even though i'm putting my life on the line even though i'm taking a risk of not having a family anymore even though i don't know if anybody is actually going to love me even if i'm going to have to result to selling my body as the only only re- as the only way of making an income that is a level of self love and i'm not i'm not saying that, that that does not get paired with other demons as a result of the way that the world will treat you but it's it's amazingly to me godly to be it's an amazingly godly experience especially because you uncover a lot of these things so young right it's like you realize like wow i re i see adversity clear as for what this bitch is she's here to grow you she's here to grow you and it's rough and it's tough and it's not easy and i often say it's because you have to ask certain questions about who am I, why am I here, why me, all of these things that will hopefully get you to an answer. And in those answers, that's really what I think can separate sometimes us, you know, queer men or trans women and all of these, these things sometimes from our cis, you know, straight mm-hmm. counterparts mm-hmm. because it's in these questions that we ask ourselves that we get in touch with ourselves and then we can see a lot of that in you as well. Mm -hmm. And when we see it in you, we are compassionate to those parts. So when we don't see it the other way around, it's like, what is that about? Sometimes it can be hard for us to understand, but I think that the deeper thing is that it is a lack of understanding self and loving self all the way enough to see it in somebody else and be like, I respect that and I can honor that. Indeed, because when you think about yo, I said it in the grapevine, and like people thought I was joking. When I say to you, like, masculinity is a cult of death, I'm not saying that to like you understand the ones there. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is sister heteronormative is a cult of death, you understand the ones because mm-hmm. like that death performs a social role, you understand? Men mm-hmm. eat soldiers, 
Mm-hmm. You understand? Like, the capitalistic, like, ruling forces need soldiers, be them police officers, be it men that jump out of... Because, like, yo, think about Without it. Without asking they, questions, exactly, by the way. Exactly. You understand? Without asking questions. How do you mold a human being to do something... Like, for example, the guy that Trump allowed to retire, right? This mm-hmm. is a man who mutilated a 17-year-old, dog. Mm-hmm. After a man killed him. The one him. that he pardoned. You understand? Yeah. After a man killed him, the brother, the, the he mutilated a body, and it was one of multiple instances where a man done this in public, mm-hmm. right? Like, you can say what you want to me, but that man's household is not a happy one. I feel for that man's wife. I feel for that man's children. You understand? Mm-hmm. The one's there. And so it's like, mm-hmm. we are made to look at this like, oh, this tough, but it's like, bro, like, how do you create a human being like that? How do you create a human being that's able to, quote, unquote, come home from that and live a normal life? Because that's yeah. not normal, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like inside of this cult of that masculinity, there's social functions that are performed. And like that's what I'm saying. Like what I, The conversation I really want to have through this conversation is one that allows more men in general to be able to admit that they're human. And that, yeah. you know, they're afraid. that they, You understand that it's not all... Because the thing is, this one of the things I think, like, as a black man, you can learn from black queer men, whatever they... You know what I'm saying? It's like the willingness to live. Mm-hmm. You understand what is there? Like, there's something so courageous about the willingness to live out as yourself that we really could use. Because, like, the pre-cut cookie cut of shit that we're being fed it's so mm-hmm. corrosive mm-hmm. it's so very corrosive mm-hmm. you understand the ones that like bro like and if you really think about it like because the reason i want to have this conversation right it's 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 partly selfish right because like i want other cis men to be able to survive because the game is changing because you understand the ones that like the automation Hardcore. the automation of labor bees that physical strange mm-hmm. shit you understand the ones that, and like the way niggas are going right like the way niggas are going like because like Niggas are kind of like the Labour Party in the UK, meaning they think we got a red wall, meaning like black women are going to hold the dam or like black gay men are hold the, are going to hold the dam forever or, you know, whoever loves us, right? Because the people that love us in public and the people that love us behind closed doors, right? And they, right. it's like, so it's like, but that damn ain't gonna hold forever. Mm-hmm. Eventually, like the other niggas gonna learn how to fucking dance the Somebody salsa. Yeah, the standard was that that swirl is going to become normative. <laughs> right. And then like, where are you going to be? Because, I mean, even to your point about, like, even looking at the just the idea of someone standing in their truth in that way, I always think about, like, in, in very many ways, how limiting it must be for many black men f- across all levels, especially when it when society and the people around you, your peers are saying, you have to be this to get this type of, you know, attention that we all want, supposedly, and that not be who you are fully or that not might be not what you want to do and but you have to just sit there and be there and be this person like i i can't even imagine how just limiting on the one's life that can be in general Mm -hmm. like it actually seems very sad and we talk about that you know in other podcasts about that being you know directly related to loneliness and Mm -hmm. that you know that detachment of not really being able to connect to who you are yeah and i I think like you know it's I don't want to like, you know, jump all around the place or anything like that. But I think that there is something that from both from both sides of the of the fence, whether we're talking about, you know, black, black queer men who kind of like avoid having to interact with cis het black men because it's intimidating. You don't really you've had bad experiences in the past, things like that. 
and black cishet men who stay away from queer men because they may or the queer community in general or at large because they feel like whatever and we're going to get into that because we want to have more of understanding of what are those things are but i feel like we have pieces of the puzzle i think queer men have they're un an unfolding that involves closing the gaps between the parts of ourselves that are feminine and the parts of ourselves that are masculine and i think that we do lean you know have more more so on the spectrum in terms of like you seeing a lot more feminine men who identify as gay or whatever whatever and i do think that on the other side with straight cis men it's like you know it's too much about being performative in that way right and to, i feel like together if we were able to kind of like mm -hmm. have more conversations and bridge these gaps space. we mm -hmm. can create more space for each other and people are so it, Gayness gets so reduced to sex all the time that like, you know, recently somebody told me, a, a friend, somebody that we actually all know told me that when a woman that he was talking to saw that he was hanging out with a lot of us or at a, at a specific event, she was like, well, why are you hanging up with so many gay guys? Like it became like a, a lifestyle all yeah. of a sudden as opposed to like an experience or something that can happen. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know if, you know, if like uh, my boyfriend, I don't have one, but if I had a boyfriend, he came to come and get me after going to a party with my straight friends, which is a he lot. He wouldn't be like, would he be like, why are you hanging out with the mm -hmm. straight so hard? You know, but there are totally people who have the options of isolating themselves mm -hmm. on any side of the fence. But when you come together and you're able to have the, those conversations of like, well, how did you find your way? And I will find my, my, my way this way. And I opened up myself this way. And I had these kind of conversations because I get to challenge straight men all the time. And I get and I and in challenging, I often get so much more insight into things that I did not know about, like feeling like you know people don't understand, or or, or feeling lonely, or feeling like I don't even know what this thing mm -hmm. exactly means, or I want to be able to show other kinds, uh, other sides of myself, but you know it's called this or it's called that. I've had so many conversations that reinforce this reinforces this idea that a lot of straight men may be upset sometimes with gay men because of the lack the ability the expressivity that comes right. with a certain degree yeah i mean and the thing is like that's such a terrible thing because it's like yo fam man had to pay a cost for that you're acting as if mm. like oh society is not free yeah <laughs> society's letting the man be like that it's like nah 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 fam like yo the homophobic slurs are still a reality like the attacks are still a reality the suicides are a reality like you understand the pressure to live out you know what i'm saying like people fake yeah. like oh red 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 but it's like yo big man like men they just offer themselves because you know what i'm saying but you see that's what it is like man failed to empathize with that so that's the first thing and i also think i agree with it in a lot of ways in, in a sense like yo like i don't want to say i'm a complicated black man but like according to the data i keep getting back from others I'm not like other black men. I'm very saddened by this, right? Because I assume myself to be just the average Negro, mm -hmm. right? But like, you know when the feedback keeps being like... Especially and what ways are they saying that you're different though? So it's like, I emotional intelligence is one of the aspects. Okay, so, let's remember that. Let's put a ping right there. Mm -hmm. So emotional intelligence is one thing that a lot of people say is not... A masculine trait. A mm -hmm. masculine trait and a, and, a, and a trait that is owned by most That's black right. men. Mm -hmm. So, okay. and then like, also like, in just being interested in them. 
right? And it's just like interesting. Like, so boom. So for example, even if we're quote unquote, like having a friends who benefit interaction, right? I'm a firm believer, like sex, especially with women is such a mental thing. It yeah. doesn't make sense to not inquire about the women that you're about to have. And sex especially with. if you mm. yourself want to have a great experience, experience yourself. yourself. Like, yeah. and, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like, sometimes some of that stuff is common sense, but, but women are so shocked. When you put when some top that the effort and you know what I'm saying, so is that that's that's like that sounds like empathy, as like a, is I, it consideration? Well, I think also I because they it's also a lot of women are used to be treated a certain type of way. It's there's they're they're used to seeing other women be treated a certain type of way. So you kind of just go along with the okie doke. So then when you actually have someone dare I say open your door for you or do a little bit more extra maybe rub your feet it's like what the fuck it's like Mm -hmm. how how who are you like why are you doing this right and so it creates these weird dynamics where you're looking at like women where you're like yo fam like break this down to me help me you know like help me understand and so I always feel strange in these type of moments right same thing with the quote-unquote intelligence right like black men that look like me aren't assumed to be intelligence, right? Like we're not assumed to be able to possess critical thinking skills. We're assumed to possess a lot of other qualities, right? But it's like even some of the response to the way in which people say to you, oh, you think, like, I really wonder about that sometimes. It's like, what's the assumption? Mm-hmm. If I'm a, because my assumption is if you're a human being, you think. Mm-hmm. That's the assumption I work by. So I assume that everybody has got critical thinking abilities if they've got a brain, right? right? And so the way in which those type of features and functions are assigned and given to different features and body types is really interesting to me. And so to go back to that different thing, like you realize like the type of thing that men are able to get away with, right? The type of just like Mm -hmm. mistreatment. Of others, man. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, but it's normal. Yeah. Right? Like, And the problem is like, the person that it causes a lot of detriment to also, right? Because this is not to minimize the victims. Like the people that the mistreatment happens to are victims of this shit. But the perpetrators of the mistreatment are also suffering, right? Because it's like, people are performing, right? The same way in which you're performing, people are performing to you, right? Like, yeah. there's a lot of men that really, like, especially, like, cishet men that really should, a lot of people around your life may not like you. Mm-hmm. And that's not based on them. That's based on you. Mm-hmm. Type thing. You understand the ones that, like, it's easy to be like, oh, that goal. It's like, yo, check yourself. Are you an agreeable person? Right? Do you listen to, like, hear? Or do you listen to argue? Right? Like, are you trying to dominate every interaction and conversation? Mm-hmm. Like, are you sure you're the smartest in the room? Mm-hmm. Is your opinion based by fact? Are you humble enough to like do some research? Little things like that mm-hmm. that would allow you to be because yo, life is a social to show thing. up a little bit differently. Exactly. Life is a social thing. So cooperation is the basis mm-hmm. of life at the you know core of it, you know, because it's a human being to human being thing. So if you're not a if you don't possess good social skills, right? But how many men even had that question? Mm-hmm. Like, yo, fam, do I possess good social skills? Right? Yeah, I just, I feel like, you know, when I think about at least the way that I was brought up and seeing the biggest difference between the way that men and women are raised, and this is like a more Caribbean background, is that men are not held to 
anywhere near the same level of standard of humanity that women are. And I'm talking about some of the things that we mentioned, which was the emotional intelligence and being able to have foresight. So emotional intelligence and intelligence at large assumes that you think a little bit ahead uh, right? and you think about the future. Mm-hmm. You think about what who it entails and how everybody will be impacted by the decisions that you make and understanding that like whatever happens you will be impacted in such and such a way how do you deal with them what do you call on what tools do you have they all come together and they inform your emotional intelligence how your emotional curiosity is handled how you respond to that what you learn from that and how you apply that right Mm -hmm. so if that's what we understand emotional intelligence to be it's i don't know it seems as though that is like something that they put they over put on, at the side, right. all the way at the side when it comes for a, a boy. It's, it's all about don't cry. Make sure that you are, have like a certain amount of girlfriends. So you're actually taught to be a predator in a way that it's, it's, it's about um, a number. It's about an acquisition. It's about conquering. It is about being aggressive. It really is about showing up as not being too tethered to him. Because how 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 emotional can you be with a woman in knowing that you're supposed to have two of them, right? And I mean, I think like cishet men, or like or with three of them, with people that people project onto, right? Mm, I mean, yeah. I, so for example, like if you look for example like like the quote unquote standard like this is gonna be it's gonna sound a bit strange but like in BDSM what some would assume is the standard cis man posture is that of a dom right Mm -hmm, but if you think about it like a dom is an object of pleasure Mm -hmm. you're not the actual controller of pleasure Mm -hmm. you understand Mm-hmm. You're the object of pleasure. Mm-hmm. Like, for, like, do you really enjoy spanking the person you're spanking? <laughs> it's the person that's spanking is the one that enjoys it. The person who's no, getting the spanking, spanking yeah. that's enjoy- yeah. That's yeah. what they want. Mm-hmm. That's true. They want to be suspended by a rope. They want this. They want that. They want this. They want that. They want this. They want that. Mm-hmm. They want you to call them names. They want you to smack. Ooh. Do you like it? Mm-hmm. Have you even asked yourself, your fam, do I like it? You understand mm-hmm. what is there? Mm-hmm. Like, because like for a long time, so boom. So like in my own sort of like sexual journey, so like a nigga my size is not a stranger to violence, unfortunately, mm-hmm. right? Like, so I used to tell people like this, my, the first person to like stop me out was my mother. So what could a man outside really do to me? Mm-hmm. You understand what is there? So it's like for a long time, I was very hesitant about the notion of bringing like violence in the bedroom, like, you know, choking people. Like, it was, it was yeah, like, yo. You better choke. Yeah, it's like, but, like, because to me, it was like. Like, it was just like, if I choke, like, what, I might, like what does snake, that mean? It's like, I might, ah, he's trying to kill me. You don't know his strength. Like, yo, because, like, especially post, like, yo, because, like, I'm a nigger. I'm a nigger in a world that kills niggers. Mm-hmm. For, like, the first time the world reminded me, like, yo, my nigger, we will kill you. I was like, 11, 12, right? Like, I've been in America for three weeks. Like, the world, like, nigga, mm-hmm. better be cool. So it's like, I'm fully cognizant of that in every moment of my life. As you know what I'm saying? Like, as I get up in the morning, I'm aware of that. So, boom, from that perspective, like, yo, fam, like, if you think about it, niggas' dicks is the number one way for niggas to get caught up. <laughs> niggas' dicks done got more niggas caught up than anything. Mm-hmm. You understand them mm-hmm. Wednesday? Like, and so... I saw that example with my own father type thing. So, like, I was from an early age cognizant of, like, yo, fam, you may not be able to beat the complicated tricks, 
but at least beat the basic ones, right? And one of the most basic tricks is like lack of control of your sexual urges. You know that whole so like your man is a gallus, rare, 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 rare. I was like, yeah, fam, let me not fall to that. And so mm-hmm. when you engage in something like that, you just have to look at the whole thing differently, right? And so it just put me in a stage where it's like, I. But why do you think that a lot of men, a lot of like cishet men, don't think that way in particular why do you think men don't that, love like, themselves dog men don't love themselves dog like it's mm-hmm. the simplest like the simplest way i could mm-hmm. say it. enough men don't love themselves dog yeah. and, and why do you think like i mean like aside from the obvious like from you as like dealing with you know your peers and you see like oh does people decide to make these decisions or these decisions that kind of like take you on that same Some fucking road. Some brothers don't even know the decisions what? are there for them to make, dog. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Men is living their whole life based on somebody's impression of who they're supposed to be. Right, right. Right, like, you know the amount of hetero cis men who don't think like women can seduce them? <laughs> right? Like, Which you, is hilarious. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. just, like, just think about how clueless you have to be in the game. That sounds crazy. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Men to tell you never. Every girl me get, it was me. Hmm. They, they. I. Sometimes I'm like, you don't know that the women choose every time. Every time. But big why man. do you think that like these dudes are like in this bubble? Like because because okay, I mean I understand that the result is self is a lack of self love and, and a lack of self awareness, but. As I, I mean, I mentioned one like growing up and that like, mm-hmm. you're being raised to be mm-hmm. an asshole. But like, what are some of the other things that you've seen like that allows people to? Because that's just, that's stupid. I that's think because I think we've talked about it in 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 ways. Um, this more like about how I guess we would we would speak up in ways if like you were in it. But if you were in it, and I think a lot of times again, women inside, don't speak up. Like exactly. they they fall into the same like. This but is how also, it's supposed to go. So he's like, yeah, I hit it. Blah, blah, blah. And then she's not saying like, well, you actually didn't hit it right because then that would be awkward. She and, could die. And then, mm-hmm. and then I'm die. making him less of a man type she, of thing and po- po- possibly can. threatening her life. So it, it becomes this thing where everyone becomes like weird, scared, complacent. And then it's just like where everyone's just kind of festering around in privilege. not talking. Mm-hmm. Privilege. Yeah. It's a function of privilege. You know, it's like, because like I said, it's socially beneficial to, like, so for example, like, how do you create football players, man? How do you get little boys to aspire to be some shit like that, man? Mm-hmm. Tell them they're going to get a lot it's of very slave trading. Like, exactly. How do you create, like, MMA fighters, boxers, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's a person who loved themselves, signed up to willingly in potential car crashes every weekend. For the sake of money, right? Because, like, how much money is potentially money at stake mm-hmm. type thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, especially now that you know CTE is a thing. It's true. People don't give a fuck. Right? Men tell you, yeah, for the dollars, right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's true. It's true. I mean, that's all that people want at the end of the day. Capitalism is a real driver of, like, everything. Like, it's a real driver of everything. And, and I think, like, you know, to be to be honest... The divisions that we have within ourselves as a community, especially as men, it is a really, 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 really good strategy, whether if it's conscious or not, Mm -hmm. on the parts of our white counterparts. I really do have to recognize that, like, 
it like the way that we go about acting like black gay men are not men and, is, and i was like because i see that shit. i'm not gonna let me tell you something i know people like you i know people like Flo and mouse and a lot of amazing straight um you know cis black men and we've been fortunate but i will say that i've also experienced a lot of definite. black men who are very very late and i sometimes i see and i know that they're scared that i see them because i do you know we all have our gifts and i'm not saying that has anything to do with their sexualities but i do see you in that i see like there's this lack of knowing of 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 oneself that i find to be so profound because black men are so cared for you know i don't i can't think of a lot of black gay men who don't care for all black men who don't care for cishet black men like their lives dependent on it and a lot of black gay men will actually tell you you know i put my blackness first at the end of the day being right, gay is exactly gay, but i'm here for my black people and you know when we introduce ourselves and we say yeah you know black this is my my man it's like it becomes a totally different kind of situation and that's that's profoundly self-sabotage when we're talking about this from a communal perspective because i'm just saying like if you're if you are a i I mean in every in every level when you talk about the village Mm -hmm. if you are in this village and you're looking to partner with a black woman you probably should know a a gay black man you might teach you something he probably will be a great 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 window into how you can have an amazing relationship and and who you should be with and how you maybe need to get your shit together because we definitely we do that when we talk to girls we talk now you wilding right there you you you're you're definitely tripping and i'm not saying that we're here to be the oracle for straight folks but we are here to build community with each other and we have been completely underutilized because we all people only want us to do their makeup and make them look great but 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 we've been doing this for a minute you know in terms of understanding a lot of these puzzles a lot of these questions of life because we've had to figure that shit out to be honest with you i think part of the conversation maybe because like it might be unsettling. Mm-hmm. So what happens yeah, the day you find yeah. like the trans girl attractive? Or what happens if like under the light, you know, you see your gay homo? You're like, oh, that nigga kind of got a fat ass. Like, what do you do mm-hmm. with that? You know what I'm saying? Because like that thought does not automatically make you gay. It doesn't mean exactly. you switch. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But because society has told you those parts of your thoughts, you should not visit In right any way, shape, or form. And the, the, unfortunately, anyway. like men can can't even go that far when it comes to, with women you know what i mean and we talked about it with like also mandy, with mandy and it's like everything so that just you're to doing- give, just to give context to that what will is talking about with mandy so on the latest episode of the grapevine we talked about like the uh, metaphysics of sex mm-hmm. and mandy brought up mm-hmm. this point that a lot of black men don't fully get to express what they want in the bedroom out of fear of being Judge. told that they were going to be gay or that they're mm. doing this and it meant this and meant this and Mandy said that she loves you know Mandy loves sex Mandy mm. is very much like listen I'm here to have a good time mm-hmm. and we're going to we're going to have a good time I'm not here to do that so she had some incredible insight so I just so people go check out that episode listen to what Mandy said I think it was really really profound that moment so for example like I'm going to overshare right like I've gotten my booty ate and it feels nice, right? But I'm conflicted. Me too. It's a great thing, Wilson. Like, but I'm very conflicted by this. Yeah. Right? Because like, as a straight man, but so not not to cut you off, but to go back to my point, Uh what I was saying before Mm -hmm. is that 
what she was saying, and we talked about it before, is that everything that you're doing with me as a woman is a, a man and a woman. Yeah. So it exactly. cannot be gay. In theory. In theory. No, right? I can, no it, it I just agree. can't be gay. I, I agree with you, right? But all right. So before I start this, I want to preface this by saying the most effective agents of white supremacy that I've met are black people. Yes, 100%. Can somebody, can we input, input some class? Yes. Yeah, I, and some the bells and whistles and all that. That's right? a fact. So some of the most effective agents of patriarchy I've met were women. Oh, right. facts. facts. So it's one facts. of those like situations. It's like so. Let's say you are vulnerable enough, right? Even that thing that I've revealed, like on a public platform, right? yeah, like, right. That will be used to judge me. No, mm. and th- yeah, and that's what I said. And then for women too, like which that, is ridiculous. It's it's unfortunate because, like, I think you know. To I say that her point makes so much sense to me because it for me. As a, if I were a straight man, th- that would make me feel a little bit more settled hearing that from a, a heterosexual woman. Yeah, you know what and I mean? you'd be like, I want to talk to right, her. Right, because I might not be the extent of getting pegged, but again, I'm, I might want to get my booty ate, you know. And unfortunately, there are a lot of women. To your point, that oh, you got your booty ate. You got, I don't know if I could do that, and I don't know if you, I don't know if I could, because you gonna want your booty ate every night, and I don't know because I just. And so don't. you go from being right. Prince Charming to like. One of those niggas, right? Right, because yeah. that's the thing about like being a black, like a cishead black man. Like it's a very thin line, yeah. Right, because like to take it back to Tank, right? Like, this is where we started exactly. You know, like what are people really mad about Tank at? It's like a proximity to like his inner feminine, right? Oh, he's saying he's do R and B, and he want to talk about some like, right? People are looking for an excuse but to is like. That, but is getting facts. your booty a even feminine though? Like, I really don't not. think so. It's really not. I don't think so, but just allowing yourself to have a full experience, like bro, like it's a whole. That's the problem. No, it's like it's so it's a it's very a difficult. There. People automatically think about a penis going in there. It's that's very the difficult to like not moan. There is something like that, right? So, for example, like this is just yeah, I, super crazy. You, you, sorry, you moan getting head, right? I get, I know I moan when I get head. Me too. I'm ooh. I'll, I, I'll be oh, honest especially when you get to the balls. I'm ooh and I'm honest with you. That's because you probably get head for people. Who have a dick who enjoys sucking dick. Mm-hmm. So we've actually talked Think about, about that people who are performing head as part of an operation. Never had a dick in their life. As part of an operation <laughs> where they know they might not even come from this. <laughs> She's sitting there like, dick up. Like, you like, Oh my God, I'm like, like, I could have had a VA. Like, like so, so you know, what I'm saying it's like just think about that. Uh, just think, cause it's what, like licking it, licking at you. Did you come? You won't come yet. Like, bitch, you didn't do nothing. How am I come? You didn't do nothing. So like, just think about that experience. Yeah, this is this got a little deep for me. Cause you know? like, yo, but how many, bro? Right. Like, wow, I never thought. Of, well, I I did. Think okay, of, it makes sense. Okay. Touche. Okay. You know, and so it's like it's a different so. A lot of women say, "Oh, I want you to be more expressive," but it's like, first of all, like yo, this we this say no- what we kind of. I feel like people say what we want to experience, but then when it's actually time to the actual, because there's a certain level of vulnerability, awkwardness yes. that uh, that might occur that you have to be willing to get through exactly. and to talk to an experience. Oh and it's like the oh idea God. of being free and experiencing sounds cool, it but sounds then- great, but when you're actually being free, it's like ooh. And you know what? Women are not saying it to men to spare their feelings, and men are not saying it to 
women to spare their masculinity. And I think like that is a profound kind of outcome of rearing. Right. It's rearing because you see your mother never say things to your father, not trying to like, I don't want her to get him all riled up mm-hmm. and angry and upset. All the time. And it's like, you know, you carry that everywhere you go. And then the other direction of just like, you know, keeping your feelings inside because you're not supposed to be emotional as a man. And to say, I want to be satisfied in this way is not something that a lot of men show up with. I mean, it's different than saying sucking dick. Sucking dick is great. It could be a hashtag. Mm-hmm. It looks good on a shirt. You can still see a big black man with his big dick hanging down. But that mm-hmm. image suddenly goes away when it's like, yeah, eat my ass. Yeah. You know? Toss this salad. Salads. Right? And I mean, like. What do you mean? So, like, I had, like, a sexual experience that really made me, like, it was with an older woman. And so, you know, she was Ooh, more comfortable yes, with herself. And so it's, like wisdom. it's always the older woman who introduced people. And or- so there was a degree of intimacy there. Mm-hmm. Right? It wasn't, like, a long-term sexual experience. But well, it was, so you fell in love. No, but I realized that I deserved <laughs> That type of experience yeah, more often. Every time. Nah, fuck what you mean. <laughs> fuck you. Nah, <laughs> dog. Nah, oh, dog. Love your motherfucking self, black man. We talk about you this. You gotta yeah. speak up. You gotta. Because it's like, yo, you, you are deserving of somebody caring for you in that moment. That moment is deserving to be magical. Like, you matter. That's really my message that I'm getting more and more to black men. It's like, cuz. Don't let the game lie to you. You matter. Every moment, everything about you is important. Mm-hmm. Therefore, like, treat it with importance. You understand? Mm-hmm. Where he said, like, don't short yourself. And don't find cheat people yourself. who want to exactly. reciprocate that. Yeah. Be in, if you are in a space where somebody belittles you for demanding dignity, walk away, dog. Lay yourself away to walk. And it's just one of the call, like, because you, you realize, like, hold on. It could have been this all along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How you mean, dog? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like you know like cause blood like yo fam like cause that's my whole thing to black men it's like yo bro do you know yourself you know so who do you think black men especially when it comes to sexuality and masculinity who are we performing for yo everybody everybody right. yo how many of you men buy magnums you know you care for the magnum dog listen I don't buy one so I don't know you understand? Like, like, what's going on? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, buy one. I'm in a new one. Like, something that is that's very real, right? I, like, that's true. Like, what, what you thought? You was gonna, you was gonna get the rest? You thought you was gonna fill it <laughs> all of this extra? You thought you thought you was gonna fill it out? All this like, extra fab, air. What's going fab, on? Like, fab. Like, yo, fab. Just think about. Just think about. Like, even in our favorite sort of porn scenes, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. how many of us are watching subconsciously and thinking, yo, dog, my singing? You understand? Like. Right, like think yeah. about the casting, think about the practices, think about you understand what is it like, like fam, like can you be an average black lover, as a right. black man, and it be good, and like meaning good in the sense like it being all good, because like yo, not every man needs to be Casanova, dog. Yeah, and we yeah. actually talked about that too, about how just the i digitally and the the consumption of porn and the way that it's bled and intertwined with who we. Th- think we are and how we should perform Literal and who and, and you know when it, and it comes to like even like to gay men it's like you or just even in a straight porn like the guy he'll just go right in there and just yeah and just yamming in there and it's like you can't do that homie this is real life you can't be yamming nowhere that don't make no sense you know mm-hmm. they was just again production lights camera they lubed up been using a dildo for about two hours before like come on now like you gotta be real about what's happening but we here. don't we can't tell the difference from the virtual you understand on wednesday and so like that's what that's what it gets interesting you understand on wednesday because it's like yo fam like when you think about it it's like 
we're overloaded with choices, but we're not given the methods to decrypt them, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think mm-hmm. like if cis men are oversexualized due to their blackness, I don't see it not happening in the queer community, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like, how do you get people to value you as a black man? Right? How do you get people to stop and be like, yo, I'm a human being, you know? Mm-hmm. I know, like, I look this and chocolate that and rare, rare, rare and rare, 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 but some days I'm not okay and I might need somebody to hold my hand. Will yeah. you hold my hand? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Cause every, like, when you're a black man, everybody wants you when it's lit. Because mm-hmm. when it's lit, B, mm-hmm. motherfuckers find you. You be trying to chill. <clears throat> but then, like, what happens when it's not lit? Yeah. Yeah. And like that's the primary performance we're stuck in as black men. Yeah. We're still like we're still tap dancing. We're still pretending to be all good. We're still you know what I'm saying. And I don't think like I think, sexuality. And I think that uh, boom. You're saying is, it. You know, you're like I don't it. think sexuality hides it. Even that role of like oh the cool gay friend like yo big man like big man is that you? How can that be you every day, my brother? Yes, facts. I was gonna say I think like that's a huge thing that we have. There's a book. Is it, is it the Velvet Rage? The Velvet Rage. That's about like, you know, kind of like coming to understanding and like for black gay men in particular, understand a lot of what we do is performative as well. Making sure that everything is perfect and prim and proper mm-hmm. and looks beautiful and looks amazing and smiling. A lot of that is because it is a lifetime of understanding how to cover things mm-hmm. up that feel really, really bad. Especially when you're on um, autopilot survival mode. Yeah. Like and, 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 and it's kind of like when my, I remember my, um, my mother, when she says, I think I told the story in the podcast before, but when she came to this country, she would give people candy to be her friend. And I feel like it's it's very similar. It's, bro. Mm-hmm. it's very similar. Like, look at how amazing I am. You see? Right. Like, you can't just judge me just because I like to suck dick. Mm-hmm. And it's like, for example, like, let's take a simple, yeah. like, like, let's take a simple point, right? Like, how many straight black women would be comfortable getting lessons on sucking dick from their gay black friends? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I've, I've given lessons to some of my friends and I, they've actually come back and said that they gave me a thumbs up like but like why is I, this not common practice right I, because if it's like if it's time to beat your face this is what I'm saying and that's, like, and that's why I was going to ask like how do we get so what I'm getting from this conversation and what we like what is the, the reoccurring theme is like I know for me how I want to experience my sexual journey my relationships and given the landscape, I've now, because I want to have the experience I want to have, I have to assume the responsibility of being the one to speak up, being the one to be vulner- more vulnerable than most, being the one to have the uncomfortable and awkward conversations because I know that that's how you get to the there. And that's what I'm, I'm, I'm getting from the whole conversation is, is, you know, if you're hearing this podcast, if you're one of those people like wanting to do those type of things is is taking the responsibility of being the ones because again not every this is not the but the also, norm i also want to point out to black men whatever your sexuality is don't be afraid to ask of accountability from people mm-hmm. people dislike being accountable to black men mm-hmm. people love to make us accountable people dislike being accountable to us yeah mm-hmm. i'm not saying to take up space in a toxic manner but you are human your feelings are valid your emotions and just are share valid. them you mm-hmm. feel me so it's like, and so if somebody is steady using you as an emotional dumping ground and there's no reciprocity, that's not healthy. Get out. You understand? Like, no, because like, yo fam, so many of us suffer in silence. Yeah. You understand? Ding, ding. We say, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Loneliness and it's one of them situations where it's like, we, 
we pretend we don't see color. You know, like me, for example, what it is, is like, so on Black Twitter, I started following, this is one gay, well, he's bisexual, uh, bisexual Jamaican British youth. And he really got me to start, like, he's like my uh, virtual, like, gay best friend that I never had. Do you yeah. understand the ones they call? He's different from a lot of ways, but he's similar in some ways. So it's like, all right, cool. Boom, 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 boom. So boom, like, so you, when I see how that man is navigating, it's like, yo, it's all good. I see how, yo, you're showing me the mulberries and the this and the that and the this and the that. But dog, like, are you happy? Mm -hmm. When the last time you had, like... When's the last time you had a 10-year relationship? Because, you know, like, that's the question I want to ask this black man. When's the last time you, yo, where's your 10-year friend? Where's your 20-year friend where it's, like, yeah. stable? It's not, talk, you understand? It's not a competition. It's a build-up thing. It's a, you understand the ones that we call? The thing is this. Like, the very truth is this. The reason I have these messages for black men is because, like, yo, dear black people, the only come, person coming to save you is yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's going to take work. You understand? Like, yeah. demand accountability, but be mm -hmm. accountable. Right. Yes. And that, and I think demand accountability and be accountable. So you do, you demand accountability, but first you have to be accountable because that is the That's example. You, yeah. That is, that is the framework. And, you know, when I think of, I don't know, I just feel like it's just, re, it gets really, really deep when we talk about like black men in particular, because if you want to be vulnerable, you do. There is a there is bravery that's involved. You have to step out in front of. You have to step outside yeah. of the box, because the boxes. What gets us fucked up is that they. Some of them come with privileges, and, and we, people think them shits is like. But bro, like that's yeah, a cheap you price stay for your, your humanity. And it's it, the box is not ever going to be big enough to sustain at who all. you are at all it's just not so maybe cute for a while just like your first mm -hmm. apartment is but if you want to grow you grow, you grow and outside evolve of that box, and then what happens things happen shape you and more the things that are that you need to shape you are literally outside of that box right. those, are your exactly. gay people, those are women that's femininity that's all of these other types of things because it's when you look at something if i i understand how fire works and i understand what it can do for me once i engage once i figure out its anatomy once i understand how it works when water's around and you know what i'm saying it makes you better prepared for life and understand how you can use that to work in your favor and with black says het men bravery has to show up in a way that it says that i will say how i feel i will say exactly what is going on with me despite the fact that people have only given me permission to promote exactly. and perform yeah. in certain specific exactly. ways and unfortunately i'm i don't know if there's always a wilson around but i do mm -hmm. think that the activation needs to definitely start with people like that to say, you know what, like wherever I am in certain places, I do have to, like what Will was saying, like I do have to speak up. But even more so than that, it's like to be an actual demonstration of that shit. You know, I remember like like Will came up to come upstairs so we can do the podcast and we were outside and he came out of the car at the same time with like his little dog and I came mm -hmm. outside with my little dog, these two little frou-frou she-she dogs. Mm -hmm. And They're very cute, by the way. Very, thank you. <laughs> very, very cute little dogs. And, I, you know, we went up to me like, hey, brother. And I, we gave each other like a big hug. And my very Caribbean woman neighbor. Mind you, with do-rags on. With do-rags on and like a pink hoodie. You know what I'm saying? With, and, and all of the isms. All of the isms. 
And in that moment, like I, I had a very real moment in our hug and I was like, this is everything. You know why? Because 10 years ago, it would have been like, nah, I don't know if I can give him a hug here at this corner. Mm-hmm. That's that, that woman would have something to say. You know, it would be a thing. We already got these little ass dogs. It, it would it be like a whole right. thing that we would have seen the situation yeah. through. But in that moment, even showing up and being like, yo, what up? How you doing, neighbor? Do rag on, saying what's up, brother, giving you a hug, going up. That whole thing was a demonstration of the reality of what it is. Right. Now, you can show up. I and mean, it's like anybody else can show up and say whatever you want, but you can't deny that right. this is the reality. You can get with it or not. And that's but that's what happens when you actually do show up. Yeah. When you do show up. Because we could have mm-hmm. performed, right? We could have performed and be like, yo, what up, brother? Yeah, so just go upstairs real fast. Uh-huh. Yeah, I see you up here. And I came up here and then gave you a big hug. But that would be weird. We don't do that. That's, <laughs> not, that's not, that's actually not, but I do right. know people who do operate right. that way. Yeah. I do know. Yeah. I do know people who operate that way. And we see them all the time. Whether we see them on the apps, all the guys who do like to suck dick, who don't, who say that they have a girl, like mm-hmm. we, we see it all the time. Because something like bisexuality gets muddled up in this. People who do are, who are, you know, fluid gets, gets muddled up in this whole thing because it is all performative. And what you realize is that the performance takes away from the reality. Which is a lie. And the reality is where everybody actually resides. Right. And exactly. And then, like I was going to just say, you always find people on the other end that are going to embrace you with open arms. Like, it's like those very things that you feel like hold you back, that you're not going to get love from, that you're not, you know, I promise you there is someone always on the other side. Oh, my God. You might lose a couple on the way. There might be someone that's not fucking with you. And that is the part of doing the work and the challenge. But guarantee you me there's somebody that's like, what up? Where you been at? I've been waiting for you. What's good? Yeah. I concur. But you see, the thing is like, as a black man, mm-hmm. sometimes the loneliness gets so deep, like you feel alone. Like sometimes it's really, it's real easy to feel like nobody will ever properly understand yeah. the series of factors that make up your personal equation type thing. Yes. Right. So, yeah. and so that's the thing. Cause like, which is actually that, which is actually true. Right. Because like me personally, that's what you got to tell them. Yeah. But so I'll give you, I'll, I'll say it like this. So me, for example, as a black man, my biggest longing is to be understood, mm-hmm. right? Because to me, there'd be, you know what I'm saying? Like, because that's, ain't that what home is? You understand the ones that like, yes. my mother is a beautiful woman, but she's from a different time from it. You understand the ones that yeah. like, so there's only even, there's only but so much understanding I can have of her circumstances, only but so much she can have of my own circumstances and et cetera and et cetera. So it's like, you can speak to people, but when people are unaccustomed or accustomed to listen to you without taking heed to what you're saying, it's very easy for your concerns to like be dismissed. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I mean about taking up space. It's like everybody says to black man they love you and they like you and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Until you say to them, Well, show me. Then it's different. Mm-hmm. Right? Then it's like, well, you should be happy to get this. What you mean? This is not what I want. Mm-hmm. This is what you feel I want. Mm-hmm. This is what you feel I need. You you say to me all these things about, whoop, whoop. yo, what's my favorite color, dog? Mm-hmm. Dear black men, ask the person you're in a relationship with what your favorite color is. Mm-hmm. And come back with an answer. Please come back with an answer. And when you have an answer... Cause you see, it's so good. are you saying like the, the real investment that people have in black men... Fam. Not being there. Fam. As, as much as we actually say Fam. we want it to be there. Fam. Let me ask you. What's the what's your favorite color? 
I have a couple. Okay, so let me hear them. Um, it's like blues and pinks and purples. So, like, how many people do you think have been in a relationship with you? Know that about you? Hmm. Good question. Right? Yeah. So now, if it's Christmas time or something like that, and they want to buy you a gift, and they give me something yellow. <sighs> yeah. Right. So. You'll accept the gift because, you know, it's maybe from that person, you but appreciate it. The gift that you would need, the gift that would make it special, the gift that every time you'd wear it. Right. So aren't you deserving of that? Mm. Right. You understand? Have you done that for somebody? Figured out their favorite color? Mm-hmm. Maybe not their favorite color, but I've been able to have like conversation. Yeah, ex- yeah, yeah. I, I mean, because I, I, I mean, I feel like that's why. You know, I'm not saying that I'm any woohoo, but that's just how invested I am in certain things. So then why, and that's what I'm saying to black men. Yo, be with people that are invested in you, cuz, cuz like we're trained to invest ourselves in things that are just like, yo, fam, we're trained to accept, like, Mm. you understand? And like I said to you, like, no matter your sexuality, dog, fam, like, I got a a conversation I want to have with y'all. So boom. So a couple years back, there was this one queer writer of color that I follow online, and he tweeted a few articles, right, where, like, young black men, femme bottoms, were articulating having sex with white men as a way to, like, reclaim power. And, like, so hmm. I wanted to know, like, is this an argument y'all heard? Like, is was that just two wild-ass outliers that was just on some outlier shit, or is this, like, an attitude that you guys have witnessed in the community. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because, like... Ah, that sounds terrifying. I mean, it is terrifying, but, I mean, I've heard sentiments of that, like... Of reclaiming power? I mean, isn't that a, a lot of reasons why, like, certain, like, men, like, certain types of porn? Because it's, like, the black man dominating the white man... I, I mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. But I'm trying to think about like the what would be the, the power bo- of, of being, being the bottom. bottom. I understand like the power of like fucking a white man, like you know, like oh, oh wait, the bo- the the but, black bottom is reclaiming power by getting fucked by the white man. Oh, that's absurd. I don't know. I, I, I think that that's I thought really I heard strange. the logical sense coming to my ears. <laughs> It's, you edited that for your own version, okay? <laughs> for your own ears. I was like, that is not it. It's like, like, because like, I don't think the power dynamics disappear just because you quote unquote change sexuality, right? I, don't I mean, is it, I guess, is it something the same lines as like the slut I walk? I think it does a little bit. Isn't like this. the slut walk type of thing? Well, I'm a, you going to call me a slut so I'm going to be a slut? Yeah, probably it. it probably, maybe it, no. Maybe that was essentially the argument. The person is like, "Yo, I am choosing but, to but be." But why trans- a white man? But why whites, man? Because like they were transgressive in that. You understand them? Was that it was against like, who? The world and mm. the world's assumption of who they're supposed to be as a bottom. It's like as a bottom, I am making a choice, an informed, rational choice for you know what I'm saying, a reasoning and an ideology type thing, right? I mean, you could disagree with. The ideology, you know, but they had a reasoning to their operation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's really strange, you guys. I'm not. I'm not judging y'all, but that's strange as hell. I mean, no, I don't get it. I'm just. I'm just like trying to be because, over it and rash trying to see what it. What I, because I, what I will say, what I will say about the the very particular lens into being a uh, cis homosexual man is that 
we're insane. Men, just black men are insane. And I think like, you know, you mentioned the investment, make sure that you're with somebody who invests in you. I think that we definitely need a reinvestment in black men. Mm -hmm. We need to totally reapproach the way that we invest in black men. And it does need to be with a liberation first type of mentality, which means that yes, your child does need to understand sexual responsibility. Your child does need to understand, you know, what it means to be somebody who is seen in a certain kind of way, but has been traditionally treated a kind of a, a specific way. Right. And what that all means right. when we put that in context, like it needs it's to be, inclusive. what does it mean to be independent, understanding how to clean your own clothes, understanding what it means to love yourself, protect yourself, all of this kind of stuff, right? Like accountability, understanding all of these things are things that we don't currently invest. I, I, I personally feel, um, even I would say I didn't experience that. I don't feel like the generation under me really experienced that either. I don't know how you can teach your child about self-love if you ha- if you don't experience it yourself. And I think that that's a big gap that we have. But it's just, when you get down to this way that we want black men to now auto-correct, I think like that is the biggest challenge. The biggest challenge is like, how do you go in and like do the work of changing? Now, I think that that's a conversation amongst men. I agree. I think that it's more conversations like this where it's where it's about like identifying well, we have Wilson who people can relate to. We have Mouse who people can relate to. We have Flo who people can relate to and we have, you know, Donovan and Will, right? Like so should we be having bigger conversations with each other and saying like how did I get here? How did I arrive in this place because I'm going to tell you like this. It's like a lot of successful men who are in marriages. I do believe that there comes a lot of success with being able to pull whatever you can pull from the people in the in the village. And a lot of the people that I know who are on the come up don't harbor homo homo you know phobia homophobic sentiments because you know you you they get it like this is a this is a group effort mm-hmm. like we doing this shit together and black black gay men I'm gonna say for the most part we really do have back the backs of you know the the all of us listen and the only time that it gets a little weird and there's like some trepidation is when we is when we're not sure that we're safe right and it is around those moments where like yo i don't know if this guy if if my tooted ass booty is making him feel some type of way i don't know and and you do sometimes in my mind like i want to say that like i can't help you with your desires because i ain't never met no straight man with that type of gaydar in my life for you to be able to identify everybody that's gay just walking on the block you have a that's gift. what I, like that's what i'm saying like yo because you, you are the you source are so heavily invested <laughs> into a thing that you say you don't care right. about how, how, help how me you do so much research like you know everything you know like, this person gay before they know they gay how like, how are you the source and you keep telling me you don't care you keep yeah. telling me this is not your concern. Yep. You keep, and it's like, yo, yes, and we leave the like, people alone. That like, if 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 you feel that profoundly about, leave them because yo, they just want to live. Mm-hmm. Queer black people, like yo, listen, like if you don't want to love them, you can't also just leave mm-hmm. them the fuck alone. Just to live. How yeah. do you feel about people? Because it is honestly, it is about living. Because like recently, who was it? It was um. Flame Monroe was mm-hmm. on the Breakfast Club and she was talking about how like she feels like the gay community, queer people, trans people are, are just doing too, too much. They're doing too much. Yo, listen. And 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 I'm not gonna say much about Flame because I really love Flame's mm-hmm. comedy, but I think that what she said was just so far out of left field because it, it all it comes down is to that what you just said. Like, let me live. The 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 fact is, is that trans women are getting killed at a rate that cre- that creates 
an Bill. epidemic. We have an Bill. epidemic problem Bill. just because of the percentages. So yes, we do have to be sensitive about what is happening. They're getting killed because you want to fuck them and you're ashamed to say the exactly. public. Exactly. Keep it jiggy, bro. Come on, like let's Keep talk about jiggy. these facts. Let's Keep talk it about jiggy, bro. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, yike. Y'all niggas want to live all this shit in the shadows, my nigga. Let the light heal you, my yes. nigga. You feel me? And I mean that on every level. Black man, let the light heal you, cuz. Cuz that's, yo, cuz that's real courage. Standing yeah. in the light. That's courage. Mm -hmm. You understand? You want to do all of this chest poking nonsense. Yo, fam, stand in the light. Let yeah. a man call. You see, all of this, like, all of these things that we're doing is mostly detrimental to us. Yeah. Facts. You understand? Facts, facts, facts. facts cuz, like, facts. yo, fam, like, yo, fam, like, and the thing is this, like, if you're so afraid to lose the people in your life that you can't be yourself, you're in prison. Right. You may not know you're in prison, but you're in prison. And so, like, because it's like, especially like the trans women issue, it's like, yo, fam, like, I live in D.C., right? And so, like, there are whole strips where there are trans women engaging in sex work. Right. Somebody got to be coming through here. They making money. You feel me? They out there. You know? They wouldn't be out there if there was like, no money out you there. Like, so, man, I, I want to understand. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm no shade, but poor black men don't got money for that. So, right? And so, that's like, the whole thing is just like, bro, like, because the thing is this, right? If the person, because, but also, like, as a, Cishet black man, I'm going to speak, like, on the projection thing. So, like, mm -hmm. not this October, but last October, like, I was engaged to be somebody's, like, fiance and everything. Like, oh, I was wow. on a, I was on a, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, but part of the deal was, like, I had to turn myself into, like, some suburban husband type. Right. Right? So, now, I love the suburbs, but I don't know how well I could be a suburban Negro for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. But in the name of love, I was willing to, like, seriously consider it. Right. Is that healthy? Are you asking? Or was this a question that you asked yourself? It's a question I asked myself. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, life gave me an answer. And at first, I didn't like the answer, but I later understood that the answer was to save me. It's like, your convictions matter. Mm -hmm. And if you have to lose people in order to stand on your conviction... So long as they are yours, it's worth and it. And you can live with them. Exactly. It is worth it. Mm -hmm. Right? So, for example, like, to piggyback off that topic. So, for example, like, as a cis, like, man, yo, like, people, like, love is not possession. Mm -hmm. Facts. I'm not trying to wake up. Like, I'm a fucking, yo, they stole Africans from our tribe to sell them in a the new world. Colonization happened to us. We got independent in 1960. The notion of ownership. 1960, y'all. 1960. The notion of ownership for me. I could reach back there. You feel me? As mm -hmm. a black person, it's very repulsive. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's just me doing too much, but it's like, yeah, I'm not trying to own nobody. Mm -hmm. So now, can love exist without possession? To me, it must. But in the way the confines are happening, right? So I remember, so I've been telling a few of the women that day. It's like, it's not like I'm waiting for like an open relationship, but it's just like, all right, if things aren't working how they're working and one of the biggest issues people have is cheating, it can be, eventually the institutions might be problematic rather than the people. So how do you create a framework in which like 
physical cheating is not necessarily the end of your relationship because it's like you don't attach to the act of physical cheating like the value of your whole relationship, right? Like, I'm trying to find a way to do that. But it's like even proposing that premise to most people sounds so outlandish. It sounds like you want to just step up and betray me. But it's like, nah, cuz. I'm just saying like, if it happens, how do I create a space where you feel safe enough telling me because it's like, I'm not going to lose this person if I tell him what happened, the truth. Because it's like, mm-hmm. how do we move on from something that we can't speak about because if we speak about the whole thing is lost? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, when we talk, if you're talking to gay men about this conversation, we're going to lead you right down to having 17 people you're dealing with because gays are really about open relationships right mm-hmm. now. But... Um, I think that the conversation is very, very dynamic when when we do think about institutions and what it does. Like we've seen people join cults for less. People join cults just because they live in with, within a certain region. And then years later, they're like, oh, my God, I was in a fucking cult. Like what? How did that happen? So I kind of feel like, you know, we can we're, we're all pretty brainwashed in some way or another. And the institution of marriage is very, very tricky. And I think like one of the things that we've learned foundationally across you know, many, many cultures is that a lot of it is business. And then when you think about business and love, it makes you go, "Mm, does business really, does business and monogamy work hand in hand that way? Probably not. They don't seem like they would be really great partners. Like we're doing this to make sure that we preserve this legacy. Does the legacy also preserve that one pussy or that one? Like, is that how that works? Probably not. But I do think that it it is about being transparent and it is about being open about what the desires are. Like if you're the kind of, like a lot of men would never enjoy the woman saying, yeah, me too. I'm talking to this man over here. And then the conversation winds up it changing. Changes but for, but all the way around. But, right. see, but when and you that's are what's in a situation strange for people. Both, when I say to them, yeah, like it's like I told this one girl, I was like, yo, please, if you're going to suck his dick, tell me. Mm-hmm. And she looked at me like, oh, you're not a real man type thing. Right? It's like a real man is supposed to I'm like. It's supposed to get jealous and not want me to suck nobody else's dick. Right? I'm like, sis. Mind you, it's like. It's like again, we want to play and think and fantasy. I'm telling you, he said you you mentioned romanticizing at the beginning. It's like a lot play of this, and it's like I want to think in fantasy, but pl- I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want my man. Like I personally am the kind of personality where, like, if I'm with somebody, I'll prefer for it to be with somebody. However, I will say that I'm, I've thought to myself, well, you know, if I'm with somebody and we decide like we're on vacation and we want to do something, you know, that's a conversation that we can have, and maybe we will. That's not something that I don't that I, that I haven't taken off the table, but it's like you gonna go out on a Friday night with with, with uh right. Paul and like and probably not, probably not. But that that's me, and in the same way I'll have a conversation, and I have had conversations with somebody who's like, well, I'm ethically non-monogamous or ethically all of these fancy words to say that they want to have sex with other people, and it's like absolutely I encourage you to do that, not with me. I personally can't. Thank you for the offer. Thank you for the offer. I'm not here to judge you <laughs> or anything like that, you know. And that, I feel that, like. Just, that's just a part of being an adult right it's also a part of being an adult to be like i also like my booty eating right and i think that's where the 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 theme of just being honest about what you want how you want to experience things because we don't again we don't give people the options we 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 make decisions again based off society what we think people are going to think of us about us Boom. what people are going to shame us but we never even open the door and give people the options to explore on either side to be like 
hey, this is what I like, what you like. It's almost like, you know, I know that I'm a, a man and I have to show up this way. Never ask this woman what she like, how she like it, but I know that a man performs this way. And it's like, it becomes like so not real. You, and, and everybody I, becomes dissatisfied. And and also, like, I was having a conversation last night with um, a millennial, no, she's like 30, she's like 38 now. And she's not married, no children, but we were having a conversation about relationships. And she was just mentioning like, you know, she's gonna tell her kids like she they can't have sex until they're 21. And it brought up this conversation between us around like, what is actually mm. the real tea? And we got to the point in conversation where we all acknowledge that our parents do a, a very, very horrible disservice when they don't share their stories mm -hmm. and they don't share the truth about what happened um, with them because yep. you, we fill in the gaps on our own and we make things up. Mm -hmm. So when you don't talk to your kid about like somebody mentioned on the grapevine in this last episode, like, oh, your uncle taught you how to jerk off. That's not true. I don't think that black men are being taught the anatomy of their bodies. I think we are learning from videos and online and through friends. But I do wonder what, even if it's not your dad who's like being like yes so basically it's gonna come out a couple of inches and you're just gonna just rub it like i'm not saying it's gonna be that but to have a conversation about like this is your body and you're gonna want to explore your body this is how it goes like here's something that you probably want to want to do and maybe you're already doing it but you can always come to me you can talk to me about it I mean, here's some information is better than pornhub yeah i mean for real but and also or fucking also to, to, to the classmate timmy yeah who's crazy and who's probably being sexually abused right and and i feel like pairing it with e the emotional intelligence of being like listen you're gonna feel this kind of way is very hormone driven but these things are it, it it results in emotions girls feel that way boys feel that way i don't know if you're into girls i don't know if you're into boys but there's so what i'm saying is that there's so much fucking responsibility that that thing that comes naturally emotions come naturally too but mm -hmm. nobody's out here telling you how to keep your emotions right. in check but people will tell you go out go out and just right. figure out how to do so we have to do a better job of filling in these gaps and telling these stories and i feel like because queer people in particular just to go back to the idea of like how we can help each other and being in community with each other is that we're going through a lot of those same exact mm -hmm. things and when i think about like my circle of friends i have straight friends i have gay friends i have trans friends my cousin's trans i have like different people and the more people that i meet and the more times that i have to like get get a path into their storytelling into their experience i see myself right but then i get a huge nice like new this, view right. into something that i never knew but it, it informs it and unlocks mm -hmm. a lot of things in me every single time i'm telling you every single time like these dynamic conversations with people who are different and traveling and doing all these kind right. of things because I'm telling you, like Western civilization and Christianity in particular will have right. everybody feeling it's a, like, like gays just came out in 1932 and that trans people just came out in 1983 and then and that's when it all mm -hmm. started, like an epidemic and they done brought AIDS over here. That's what, I mean, I'm telling you, like that's like... Yeah, those are the conversations that people are really having. They really, really do have. And then here we show up talking about some, hey, what's good, just trying to live our lives and people are like not nah, take the mind like, out of the sky. exactly like, like your, yeah. your demon that's been brought the to demon. me by like and, and then it's like yo but bro like why do you have so much energy for this black person yo or like you know and then have like spewing these very like what it means to be pro-black but you don't like gay people i'm telling you like how you can't you can't cut us out when without us we wouldn't have when we're a part of the story and yeah. we've always been a part of the story and despite you know 
the level in which we had to like move and hide we've always been there and we've always been there you've been your best friend we've been your dad we've been your uncles it might not have been talked about but we've always been there so it's impossible to cut us out of the story now it's again to to your beautiful analogy about the pendulum swinging it's swinging back and a lot more of us are coming out and a lot more of us care about ourselves a lot more and a lot more uh, are starting to see more people dying and we don't want that and we're 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 willing to lean more into that but like to your point it's 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 always been there it's always been us right along hand in hand yeah and and to wilson's point i think that we definitely need to do a, a better job of supporting cishet men Mm-hmm. I think I think it doesn't have to be the way that we're currently supporting them. I think it needs to be different. I think it needs to be really about kind of like doing some, like, let's dig up some soil. Yeah, like, like let's, let's, let's get dynamic let's, with this engagement. Let's get dynamic. Instead of like, exactly. instead of just like giving you the space to, it's like, yo, cuz, like, yo, check yourself. Let's have a conversation. You understand? You know, to me, this conversation started at, at a very specific point. I was working in a property management in Southeast DC. And so like, mm. I counted the number of black men on the lease, on the leases. Then I counted the number of gay black men and I counted the number of straight black men mm-hmm. whose name were actually on the leases. And the gay black man was like, I think quintupled the mm-hmm. number of straight black men. This is like 299 uh, unit building. And mm. it's like, Yo, cuz, you can feel however the fuck you want to feel, but the numbers don't lie, bro. Mm-hmm. So this black man here. They move a certain type of way. And he's he's reaping the benefit. He's learning. He's peeping. You understand him once that? He's open. And you know open. what I like to the point of the conversation? And I think the, even to your point about, you know, you underutilizing us is I think because of the way that we've had to persevere and black black people black men in general but gay black men have a certain level of understanding survival at a, a, a younger age than you know everybody what I mean? than, than everybody else because we're already thinking about how we should move how we should look how we should talk how not to get kicked how out how not get to get kicked out knowing you know how to you know how not to get beat up you know so to that point it's like we know how to, and then now again with the pendulum swing and evolution and us showing up a certain type of way, we show up in a certain type of way now that looks like, how the fuck can you do this? How how dare you be this way? And and then have might, more. And we might want to shut the fuck up and learn. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. see, that's the thing. It's like, bro, like, man, like, cause that's still a black man. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said to you at the beginning, if you remember nothing else, just remember like queer black men are still black men. Yeah. It like, like people wake up with these like fantastic, like, you know, when you're just like, in which perfect universe is this scenario that you're talking about a reality? Call it reality cause looks complicated. Yeah. You understand? Mm-hmm. Looks complicated. We, we hate complication, don't we? Man. we hate it we run away from that bitch like there's so much good things it's like you unlock one level you get something you go to the next level you get something else it looks complicated but you take it step by step that bitch is worth it you know just diving in and doing the work of you know getting finding into yourself finding mm-hmm. yourself because it's complicated and you evolve you have the nerve to change on yourself and realize that that thing that you were doing did not serve you well. Mm-hmm. Or oh, that really wasn't you. That maybe Or that you really be. was in wow. Or that was really in right. you for sure. You know? Because sure. like so many like bro, like it's really 
Because that's my whole message to black men. It's like, if you are to perform, perform for yourself. Love yourself enough to perform to yourself the greatest symphony dedicated to yourself mm-hmm. that you've ever played. Facts. For you are worthy of it. Facts. Mm-hmm. Dear black men. Yeah. If you remember nothing else, just remember you are worthy of it. You are worthy of all that you are capable of. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a question for you, Wilson. So I mean, I get to experience you and flow. And who else does? I I am very privileged to be able to experience you guys in a certain way and have a a relationship with you because of the grapevine. Now, again, I understand that this is a privilege Mm -hmm. and this is not the norm, but how do we get into a space where the regular black man, if that's a thing, and the regular gay black man, if that's a thing, Mm -hmm. how do we get to a point where we in in a space of not only just acknowledging each other, but actually working together and bouncing ideas off of each other and creating community where we're actually like, where to, it, it might yeah. sound weird, but to where it's almost not like gay black men and black straight black men, it's where it's like just black like, men. you know, working yeah. on whatever at any given point, like when, how do we, how do we see that more? How do we cultivate relationships like that on a very everyday humanistic real life basis because again this is very enhanced because the people that we work with and the mm-hmm. people that we're hard we're this is what our goals are in life is to have but again to be how do we get to that where it's like a regular thing for regular people who live in brooklyn the bronx and not you know you know fucking antagonizing the the boy you know how do we get to a point where it's like it's mm-hmm. normal to be honest with you i wish i had a simple answer is it you. possible it is but you see, you got to ask yourself, like, who stands to gain from something like that? Because mm-hmm. privilege is, uh... you know, because like, yo, listen, like, like I said, like, as gay black men, they are privileged to be black male, but, you know, they got to cost them. Mm-hmm. You understand them once they? It's the same thing on the cishet side, meaning like, who knows what we go through, right? Like, no, none of us know what. So think about how radical it would be for that to be normal. Imagine. But don't you think that gay black men and straight black men have the the, the, the most closest to gain? similar The experience? most to gain? The most to gain for sure. We have the most to gain right. from this. The most to gain for but sure. think about us wanting to gain something for ourselves. Think Self-love. We, think about when we stop being the thugs and the gay best friends. Who are we? Can we? Woo! Can we? Can we, can we add every fucking sound effect necessary? Oh, man. You poop-haps me with that one. I wasn't ready for that one. Who the fuck will we be? You and know that's what? across you know the what? board. That's I'm going to tell you why. Whoa. I'm going to tell you why you did too much just now. But just enough is because that concept has literally fueled my desire to create content is because of watching the Real Housewives of Atlanta and watching Nene Leakes kind of like de- de- like just de- totally just devalue gay men and I was like, wow. So I, I wrote I an article about I, who made you. Yeah, I was so I wrote an article about be- being the gay best friend and let me tell you something. That is literally the plight of every gay man, like moving out of the era of, of helping these straight 
black man live his dream and now moving into this thing where we're where people sidekick it's exhausting and then for like a cis het man to be seen as anything other than some big mandingo or or thug. or thug it's like that would be like fucking amazing and i think like we're seeing this thing start to happen but i can't quite figure out what it is like what happens after being bearded and tall and sexy isn't a thing anymore right and and, and is, when, you know even when you said that i even just wow. thought about just life in general who we are as people who who are we in music and entertainment who are we in television because those are the things that we that's that's consistent across the board wow through everything we consume that that's who we you know what i mean like if you could put a, a, a identity or a characteristic and those are and that is like who the fuck are we when you take that away listen go off white people get to be everything under the, the sun. sun but black men Right, because you got one of so you got one of twos. You understand? You either the thuggish, ruggish bold. That's so. Or it's like yes, yes. And you then yes, and, girl. And you and nothing else in between either doesn't matter or is not of no one else's concern. So, for example, the big fanboy that just got shot recently, mm-hmm. like people couldn't empathize with the fact that this man, fam, black man, dear black man, another black man got shot. The first thing you want to do is make fun of him. If you ever been close to that shit, shit is crazy. You understand? That's, if you've ever been close that's to that very shit, hurtful. you understand? Like it, that makes me like my body like do this weird tingly thing where I'm like, because you, because you know, because you know why? Because that's a. Death. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to like put this as simply as possible. But oh, you can make it complicated, black man. Because every day, as a black man who like literally goes out i have not made all of the right decisions i have i don't live my life perfectly quote unquote i love weed i love to cuss i love to laugh i'm a spiritual guy i believe in god i want black women to be liberated i want black gay men to find love and find love of themselves i want black men to honestly be able to express themselves fully love 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 black people and when we're navigating this world and we have to experience a world that says you already start down here because you're less than. And then we go to places of refuge like our family or we go to church or we go to our, our community or we go to the people who are posted up on the block and say, what up? And they look at us funny, challenge us and they challenge us because we show up in a way that we did not, we didn't ask to be here. Y'all, y'all, y'all came together and you did this thing. Nobody was prepared. Daddy gone, just like everybody else. Mom was on crack, just like everybody else. Having a rough time, just like everybody else. And not only am I devalued outside of this community, but in here, and y'all don't give a fuck about safe me. Space. Even though every time that I get up, I think about you. Every time, even though every time that I get up, I think I about what you. I can. I, I see you. you. I acknowledge you. Because I'll take care of you. I just want you to love me. And this is why. In Jamaica in particular, in particular, a lot of these queer youth are living in gullies. Gullies are places where you can get ringworm, you can get diseases, mm-hmm. you can get sick. You look a certain kind of way because you are you're you're you don't have food. You're, you're you don't have mm-hmm. access to things to just naturally just take care of yourself hygienically. And this is all in a culture that will tell you, I'd rather you be dead than gay. It it literally raises and, and it informs a man's openness and vulnerability access to his femininity because he has to look at his child he has to devalue his child based on his feminine characteristics how do i get in touch with my emotional intelligence my femininity to open up myself when i was already told when i was a kid that i would have to devalue you one day if you showed up this way it's complicated and for us it's more than that it's life or or death. death 
You and, I, and and to me, you know, the life life and death is in the power of the of the hands of the people who you are with in these intimate spaces, and that is what black cis ha- men have for us. It's a level of love that we've actually mm-hmm. co- never known, and safety, security, and safety and security that we've never known. Like experience and yeah, and, and, and on thing- the other, and just quickly on the under on the other side is a type of love and a warmth that I don't think that we've cis ever ha- known. Men exactly, ever and the known. thing is like. Mm-hmm. Instead of like utilizing that power and number to create safe spaces for our own selves, we devalue it Absolutely. because we don't have that self love, right? Mm-hmm. So we don't even have the self love to understand our privileges in a way that's useful for us. Exactly, isn't that fucking crazy? Like, oh my god, so brainwashed that we can't. It's 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 also what creates the diasporic rifts exactly and it creates everything the gender war. it creates everything you feel me? that everybody else right. kind of looks at us and just goes so for example like <laughs> the term motherfucker mm-hmm. comes from so maryland is a was a champion for sexual traffic and for slaves what mm-hmm. i mean by that is like they used to breed slaves and etc in maryland mm-hmm. and one of the practices was to have a motherfucker so he mm-hmm. was the biggest the burliest a negro and you put a bag over his head and he would fuck different women and impregnate them mm-hmm. and he could potentially fuck his mom so you mm-hmm. put a bag on his head and his mother head hence motherfucker mm-hmm. it's disgusting it is but mm-hmm. i say that to remind black people like mm-hmm. the privilege it is to be the owner of your body because mm-hmm. it was people that look just like you right in this moment who we, and That's so like Yo, fam, I don't mean to sound alarming. But sometimes you need that. Right? It's real. Because it's like, yo, fam, like this, bro, like, bro, like, I be telling people I'm thankful to be alive and people think, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, fam, like, I'm from Yaoundé, Cameroon. It's a long way to make it to these type of places, right? And so if you, if, fam, you understand how valuable and valueless black life is at the same time mm-hmm. at all time meaning it's constantly it's, shown to exactly. you exactly it's the most desirable of commodities but you will die in a gully and them and they will never care exactly you know exactly. what i'm saying like and so what i really it's, go ahead i know i'm just saying it's so crazy because even you're explaining that it's like how do you have like a black man is like literally the most valuable and then the most disposable thing at the very same time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that that's a, that's a real example of capitalism. It's a real example of just being up on the chopping block about, you know, the, when we watch the NFL players get, you know, confirmed mm-hmm. as well. It's this idea like, you know, listen, you guys are here by the luxury of our every our whim. Fucking system. You know, it's just because we need you around now. Just like we did back in the day, your black bodies are wonderful, but as long as we own them, as long as we own the rights to your films, as long as we own your masters, as long as, as, long as, as we as own dub, your property, as long as we own you friend. in jail. Yes, exactly. As, exactly. As, as long as we own your narrative, Rated. because if we own that, then we it's it's literally like invisible chains, mm-hmm. but it has real, real, real lifetime, life reality on dynamics and effects, especially when you think about the fact that we're separated from each other just because of our mental like, listen, the black men in your neighborhood who value properties, there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to, like, even, like, do things like buy properties with each other and do things like that. But when you think about, like, oh, I don't like what they do in their bedroom, you inside of my whole bedroom. You're inside of my bedroom. I can't. You don't want me to adopt kids, so you don't want me to take care of black children because I'm gay. 
you don't want me to to build and continue the to the village's legacy because I'm gay. Imagine because you like dick. Like that's the saying. Like how does liking dick disqualify you from being able to take care of the legacy? Right. Like that's like this. Like these are the things. These are the conversation I be wanting to have with people. Yeah. It's like yo, cause like okay, all right, cool. So what's the disqualifier? Yeah. Break down to me the disqualifier. And it's like how? And and then it's like nothing. It's like, fam, you're going to spend all this time pointing fingers at this, but you're a wicked individual who doesn't care about black people, mm-hmm. who any chance you can ch- sell out black folks. Mm-hmm. And you want me to look at the person who makes a choice to, to love. love black people and black men in particular and be like, which is hard, yo. We yo, that's crazy. a choice, we, 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 fam. We're doing yo, a lot of fam. shit. That's the only reason why I thought that maybe that was what the writer was going for. Was that maybe he was saying I'm laying down with white men because maybe they he's arguing that it's powerful because they appreciate him and his black body. I think that's pretty, I, that may have been part of the crust of the argument. You because understand? I'm telling you, the way that sometimes that that loathe of self for black gay men, which shows up in a different way, it shows up as you know always wanting to experience that particular love and that void of of loving ourselves has shown up as well. And I think like you know wanting that and wanting that relationship with each other is something that we're all running around in a on a hamster wheel trying to catch up with this idea of what it actually means to be loved, being our whole entire selves by another black person. And I do understand that some gay men will run run, run away to somebody else to find that because we have some a hard time men, offering that to ourselves. Some cishead men do the same thing with white women or et cetera and et cetera, et cetera. So it's not, it's not like unique behavior. But yeah. just, that's what I'm saying. We are experimenting the same thing and we may have it's the solution. We're the same. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And instead of like pooling our resources together to be like, yo, fam, what works on your side? Mm-hmm. Niggas over here like, I'm a bad man. <laughs> All right. Yo, I'm, he's dead. Like, just what he said, I've literally seen people. Like, I have actually experienced people. Like, I walked down the block, and I'm not always... people. Can, I don't know if people can always tell that I'm gay, but I've seen people who are noticeably gay pass by, like, a couple of Jamaicans on Flatbush. I want you to know, just like you said, I'm a bad man. It's the same thing that homeboy on the sidewalk playing dominoes, see two gay men pass by, and all of a sudden, you got to let everybody remember, say, I'm a bad man. Why you gotta promote? Why you gotta offer commentary to homeboys walking past you? You're a bad man. Are you oh, sure? Are you, are you, you sure understand? Like, how bad man? Yeah, exactly. How about command be for any little thing to rally you? You understand? I'm just saying, it's just weird. And that is like such a huge barrier. Like, there's no conversation. Me, I'm a bad man. I'm a bad man. You're not even, you can't even say hello. Like, you can't even be quiet. You have to just let everybody know, say, you're a bad man. In the presence of the femininity world. on a black man, you're a bad man. Cool. Yes. But let that police officer go on with the same business. Man, I'm going quiet. Exactly. Irie. Looking exactly. down. You understand? Exactly. Or oh, if it was two white men. If oh, it was two white dudes. Two white. You understand? Men would never keep the same energy. Men are just. Ooh, the tea. We talked about that before, and this goes kind of good with the conversation about how there was a point where we felt like white people were safer in Brooklyn. White gay men were safer in Brooklyn. Uh, of course, because they're still white. 100%. Of course. Cents. 
They are so much safer than we are. Fam, they're men they could ride their bike and jerk they're chicken unscathed exactly. with their nail polish and skinny jeans. They're they don't got nothing to worry about. in front of that Popeyes on Flatbush and nothing not gold. Sir. Nothing. You understand? The bullets I, will go around them. Like, yeah, how you mean? Saying. There's a black person that will jump in the way like, whoa, don't fuck up the block. Right. They yes. still need, you understand? They will, exactly. they will shut this block down. Exactly. I'm telling you, when you have a lifetime of people telling you to hate yourself, you will find every and any piece of thing to hate yourself for now you can't outright near that kill yourself because you may not be suicidal however but I, on your you black ass your brand hate. of black you don't deserve to be here right. one your hair is too nappy your skin is too dark your, your lips are too big all of the things that they tell you all that that shit is not popping right now and yes you're gay also you might as well be disabled throw that motherfucker out with the bathwater we do not need that baby get it out of here and that's how literally we get treated because you get to go to church and they tell you it's okay to treat to treat the gays that way you go home to your religious ass family daddy cheated on his wife the whole entire time the man wanted to turn around and be like oh you're gay therefore red, 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 but we're red. not accepting that so you never found the courage to kick him out the house but you're gonna kick me out the house got it fine and this is this is like uh, a level of psychosis that has been the product of just being raised and marketed to this way for but a you whole know the lifetime. Weak, you know the generations. Part? You know the wickedest part. How many people end up in them people's beds? You understand? Right, right, right back with them. You understand? Yes. Talking about hey, you ready? Like, like that's the wick. Like that is the wickedest part. It's Pastor like, such and such. You understand? Congressman such. You understand? And such. Like men going with all of this big boy energy. Red, 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 and it's like, yo, fam. But you see, like, once again, complicated. You understand? But like I said, at the root to me is, I think, an issue of, like, self-love. Yeah, it is. You're right. Right? Because, like, if you loved yourself, fam, who is this benefiting? Exactly. If you loved yourself, you would have no problem with me loving me. You feel me? You would be like, I like that, man. He loves himself. You feel me? I love myself, too. But what up, gay man? What up, gay That's it. What's good? Let's go to the barbecue. Reminds you that you don't love yourself. Mm -hmm. It reminds you that he dares to be courageous right. every day. It belittles you. It reminds mm -hmm. you that no matter how much you perform this big bad boy act, you feel the smallness of yourself. Yes, exactly. And bravery is, I think, something that becomes like this moment like of reckoning a, right. right in front of your eyes when you see this person walking down in the it's most like power. Brave. It's, it's power. It's like you and you see them with power, and then you feel like you don't have. And, you, and what do you want to do? What do you want to do? You want to take it away. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You want to take it away from. And, and you take that away by ending a life. You take that away about saying something horrible and hateful because mm -hmm. you feel like you would have taken away something from them in that moment. But what you did is you just exposed the fact that you were weak without longing. Right. And, and the wickedest wanting. part is like they would have shared the power with you. Mm -hmm. you exactly. Like that's the wickedest part. It's like they meant that they meant they wouldn't even try to hoard the power. They meant they wouldn't even try to be greedy. A man was trying to show you like your dear black person. You like the shirt I got it uh, from H and Yes, that was only two ninety nine. Right? Because it's like, nah, yo, man. fam, like, fam, like, it's really fascinating to me that niggas spent all this time being anti-gay, then let white people tell them what's fashionable, and now they look like gay, gay men, men look 10 years ago. And it's just like, you could have just went and talked to your you know, brother. Because you know we're sick of it. That's a clip. Because now you're wearing 
the Pradas that we was wearing, and then, and then now we gotta give up. Now, and, and we used to make jokes are like, oh, now the straight niggas is wearing what we got on. Now we gotta move on to something else. So that's what I'm saying. So like, now we're Louis Vuitton. Now they wear Louis Vuitton. It's like now we gotta wear a dress. No, I'm listen, just like, they wearing blouses. Listen, because your brunch outfit with your Chelsea boot, there was a there was a gay was black man who was in 2002. Wearing, straight man was wearing that in 2002. There was a gay black man that had the fedoras now and the Chelsea the boot. Chelsea boot exactly. is like damn near a staple in the. It's 2020, exactly. my brother. On like every every black man's blog, little page on his Instagram. It's 2020. That's, you 50 years. Meanwhile, late. back at the ranch, back at the ranch, black gay men were pumping down Soho trying to find these Chelsea boots. Okay, <laughs> when there were only two of them in stock. All right, but you know what? It is what it is. That's what that technically I believe that's what, that's what we're here for. I appreciate you saying that. Learn from gay people and and us learning from straight people in, in the ways that we because can fam, as well. Like that's a good. That's a very good. Because like, yo, you're modern get, pop culture is black gay culture like no you know i love the beyonce knows but but shout out to frank watson shout out to all of them gay motherfuckers who go and pump down that stage and give her every move she got but even when we talk about entertainment in heels in general music directing all that is is it just would not be it would not be it would not be it just would not be what it is. And so it's all good to like appreciate the black art being created, but please appreciate the black human being. Doing That's creating it. Yeah. You where understand? it comes from, where it's like, birthed from. Like, fam, acknowledge that. Because, like, yo, this reminds me of a conversation that I had. So I went to this black networking event, mm-hmm. and I see this younger black brother, and I said to him, how you living, black man? And he's taken aback at first. Because mm-hmm. he's like, what you mean, brother? How you living, black man? And like literally in the conversation, she's like, "Yo, at first I didn't know if that was kind of like you trying to like play with me, so I wasn't sure." And I, I felt so sad that that was like, a, a natural. Just you understand oh, what I'm saying? We tell up, man. It's it's a trauma, you know. And like it's the rest of the evening I'm spending. I'm talking, you know, like that thing happens with you know women that was trying to check you out. It's not like oh he said, but it's like sis, like. You don't want to. You don't want to know me. You want to consume me like a brand, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to talk to this fellow human black man about like, and making him understand that here's my male privilege. Mm-hmm. So now standing next to me, come talk to this other black man that may have at one point. You understand? If it was just you and woo, 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 come, yo, shake his hand. You understand? Like woo, 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 yeah, like that funny shit that you're on. Don't do that. You understand? And what's that? Like and like that's how we have to show up for one another. Some days you're literally exactly. gonna have to like build the bridge. Be like, yo, fam. Carry the funny energy with him, you're gonna have to carry with me. And you're not built like that. Mm-hmm. You understand the ones there? Exactly. Like so Exactly. Meet black men meet one another. Cause yep. this this person probably has some shit to teach you. And you probably got some shit to teach him. You exactly. And let me there. tell you something. Let me tell you something. I mean, once again, I've said this on this podcast before, but there are a lot of dynamic black men in many different positions of power. And we cannot allow these kinds of things to get in the way anymore. There are black bodies on the line. There are a lot of risks that we have to take. Uh, any Most gay men that I know will also stand in the front of any violence towards any black woman. That's, this is this is village 101. This, these, are, these are people that we need. These are, these are actual community safeguards. Building. Exactly, and mm-hmm. communicating things. I'm sorry, community building things that we need. And they should also be foundational because... You know, when I hear black women oftentimes say, like, you know, black men, we need you to do X, Y, and Z. Um, and then they will say that community doesn't do those things. And then black men will say, well, that community does. What I oftentimes see when I see that is women just simply saying, listen, 
I'm telling you what we need. We're just telling you what we need, right? Because it, it hasn't stopped us for giving you sexual healing. It hasn't stopped right. us. It hasn't stopped us for Bearing being being there so. when we when we a lot of times. I mean, like I know from my my in my relationships with my parents, or I've seen in their relationship, my father made decisions to 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 be the way that he just wanted to be because he had that option. But more than anything, he had black women who were willing to say, Support. "I'm still here, mm-hmm. no matter how toxic that it was for themselves." And this is critical because I think that black women continuously step up even if they continue to uphold the patriarchy Mm -hmm. which i'm not saying is okay Mm -hmm. they continue to step up and the ones that don't the ones that fall short of that get to be dynamic human beings and get to make mistakes and get to not be the fucking i don't know olivia pope of black women this that a lot of times black women have to be in order to make sure that their family stands a chance i've seen a complete my whole neighborhood in east new york coming up was full of single moms okay and there are a lot of reasons for that. We absolutely know. But I do think that it's important that we notice that there is something that has happened across the black family and that black men have the opportunity to change this. Black men have a lot of power, a lot of power. When women say, like, we need your help and we need your support but because they're, they see the power. They're asking because if they can they do it themselves, the they fucking put it on their back themselves. But yeah. they're saying, I actually need you and you're a driving force to help me get this shit done. And I, I need to lean on yeah. you for this. And I think gay and straight men included. At the core of it, in order to realize that power, you have to love yourself. That's so that's so true. It, like, it, it I hate to, to be that person. Right. But it's like, yo, fam, like. So how do okay? Because that's a that's a that's a concept, right? Love yourself, yeah. love yourself, love yourself, and getting there again. I feel like because of like who we are and the types of conversations that we're around, and naturally who we're surrounded by, that's a, a, a easier concept to grab. But again, how does it look like an application? How, how, does it, how does it look like an application for like again like the average yo for the average brother like yo stop drinking soda. Right, real basic. Right, if you actually treat your body like that, you care about it. If you smoke a cigarette, stop it. Right, right. If you can't walk, not saying go to the gym. I'm saying walk. If you can't do push-ups, love yourself. And then the 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 uh, idea of it evolving because if you could do that consistently, body, mind, mind, and connection, exactly. Right, you it kind of avalanches and kind of snowballs off of wanting to reach into those other areas of self-love and self-improvement and find a way to come home with $50 a day right just to start out with then move on to 100 you understand them ones there find it find a groove to your life find yourself a purpose you understand them ones there don't just ride life don't just right. let the, don't the, the, the flow. flow. You flow. Exactly. Just we talked about this before. Like just part of that is asking yourself the hard questions. Why are you here? What am, what's my what purpose? Do what, do I, what do I want? And not feeling bad. Like what do I want? Not, you know? And not and what does my it, mama yeah, want? Exactly. I was going to say just a point that you made earlier about like realizing that a lot of shit, especially when you're, I don't know, for me in my 30s, now it's being a lot clearer. Like a lot of shit that I was carrying from past friendships relationships my family and then it's like oh well how do i actually believe and what do i that's who a, am i who am because i because like yo black man like it's okay for you to carry your burden we spend so much time carrying other people's burden we fail to acknowledge we got weight on our own shoulders mm-hmm. and the shit is slowly killing us and you know men are performing man you know what i'm saying like oh, i got it oh, yes. i'm good 
I think like forgiveness is a huge piece of you that know too. it's black like that's what I mean by loving yourself black man it's okay to forgive because if yourself. you if you can love you can forgive exactly. yeah and also like forgive okay forgive your father right who forgive your mom if you may for feel like she drove she yeah. drove your dad away maybe forgive your mom for not saying or not treating you or not hugging you or not all of that kind of stuff because I feel like the the floor the gap that's between us and like stepping into the accountability that it takes to say like i'm accountable for my happiness i'm accountable like i have to stick up for myself i have to say what i it's have to say because there's enough people we could point the finger at in a legitimate sort of manner exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. but bro like you gotta cut this, that off exactly because this is your life dog right it's your life because it's and we talk about it it's this it's the idea of like everything being true yes you are built from trauma and projection and a lot of shit we, you didn't ask for but there does come a uh, a time uh, where, you, are where, where you have to like you have inventory to, you have to take inventory you have to love a little bit of accountability stopping the generational curses like it has to there's a something in you that has to come you to have to save yourself to, like you're black men like i'm i hate to be the person to remind you of this you have to save yourself and i'm not saying this to you like it's going to be easy it's going to be hard Mm -hmm. it's going to be outside of your comfort zone there are days where you're going to feel lost there are days where you're going to feel uncertain and that's why on those days it's important to know yourself so that you'll be able to fall back on yourself and be like boom i am worthy my legacy is worthy of these efforts of these legacy Let's sort of say like black men, you when I say you love yourself, like that's what I mean. Yeah. You're worthy of legacy. You're worthy of leaving a trace on this world, dog. Not just be another blip. Not just be another, another body. You understand? How many like fam, like Yeah, I, I and I you know, there's a just and this is why I love people like you and, and this platform because you know, this is a, a very you know right now small way but for me this is it helps me have these conversations and be able to expound on these ideas but this is the way that we rewrite the narrative because again a lot of the reasons the way the lot a lot of reasons why we move the way we do is because we haven't seen anything exactly else. yeah but this is all we know exactly. a lot of times and sometimes it's like imagine being in a fucking snow globe and it's big it's a big snow globe but then realizing that if you walk you can actually walk past the glass and there's a whole nother fucking world out there that like that could be mind blowing, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like we have to really rewrite the narrative and make a lot of these things that we don't talk about. A lot of things that a lot of these things that we don't see, even though we've progressed a lot and we've, we've come a long way, there's still a, uh, a, a, lot, a, of a lot of ways to go. to go. So we have to continue to have imagery, have conversation, Absolutely. have, you know, dialogue that reflect the things that we want to see and change that narrative so that these things that we're talking about now when as people who are in the space and mm-hmm. it's kind of like, how don't we see these things, you know, t- changing that so it becomes a more global, a more, you know, normal, uni- thing. normal thing to think about when you're thinking about empathy and, you know, navigating a space and owning your energy and leaning into who you need to be mm-hmm. so that you can understand how it impacts the greater world around you and mm-hmm. also like black man this shit is beneficial yeah to you. exactly right being emotionally like intelligent is beneficial to you like, that's what i'm saying i'm not trying to send you on no dummy mission <laughs> I, like right this is not for shits and giggles yeah because because like fam the game is changing right before our eyes yeah 
Like I just like black man, the game is changing right before our eyes. Where this thing is gonna be in thirty years, big man, you don't know. And that's what sucks about being a commodity and not being an investor, because you can be a commodity and then one day you realize that you you're understand not, you're not like hot off the shelves right. anymore. Because if like you're an investor, that. if you're an investor, you would have moved on to what's the next, next and you would have determined what happens with that commodity, and that is not a powerful position. Because be yo, in. a lot of us are like living off being big boy need. Big dick Negroes with very small dicks. Yeah, and eventually the gig is gonna be up. Mm-hmm. You understand the ones there, like bre- like black man, you are more, you're more than your penis. Yeah, like, absolutely, one hundred percent. I mean, and it's like you said, it's happening, and not trying to say any type of way, but black women have been ride or die for years. But let me tell you something, because a change they, is coming. They are a change they, especially, is coming, especially because we know the statistics about. The, the in the ways that they're gaining success and education a and all these things is coming. they're not gonna wait for you a change they're is not. coming black they're man. having yeah. they're having biracial babies these black oh, women listen, are having listen, biracial babies listen. and like you said if you don't get with it you will get left yeah and and like one thing in terms of like being a man like being an actual man to me i define a man First of all, how if you identify as a man with all, all that is sex and gender, I don't really care about that kind of stuff. I'm talking about more so as the, identif- the identity, mm-hmm. the ideology of what it means to be a man is being able to just put back in what you take, put back in more than what you take, right. be a student and be a teacher. Right. And if I think like being curious is man 101 like you have if you're going to be a man in your society you think about men you think about you know a a lot of men wanting to own alpha alphas alphas travel in the back of the pack they need to know what's going on behind where everybody else can't necessarily see and they protect everybody and you have to be curious you have to know what's going on you have to want to be able to see where things are coming from get familiar with the skies get familiar with the landscape exactly there is a profound benefit from getting to know the people in your community there's a profound advantage to getting to know gay black men gay black men there's a profound you know benefit to getting to know trans women and straight black men and bisexual people who we need to talk to bisexual people on this podcast but there's so much to get to know and to understand and without that understanding without that intel without with with homophobia and putting a wall up there every time it leaves you in the dark it leaves you prepared and it does not make you a complete man if i were a woman and i was dealing with a man who was very very homophobic in my mind i'm thinking one day why we may is have he so a child homophobic? and he exactly well in addition to that <laughs> just yes. in general like but one day God. we may have a child what happens because these things right like, these are actual things that happen all the time and here we are right. trying to trying to figure out how not to get kicked out of our house as a result of you being ill-equipped with with owning your manhood with owning your masculinity with owning your with who you are and what's your unique journey and what has been a, what is it about you that makes you love yourself that will allow you to then see that in me right. allow, allow me to, and to the love thing myself. Is like, if you do that and then you can begin to de-invest in masculinity and start to invest in yourself, you can have a healthier relationship with masculinity. And that goes so. to your point at the beginning of, of saying that masculinity looks like a cult in many ways because it's like if you don't do this then you can't be defined Exactly. Fam, like, mm-hmm. like that thing that's, bro, listen, that conversation about like, you know, the size of like black man's penises, I say that in a sort of joking manner, but it's a very real conversation, yeah, right? Absolutely. Because it's like, like, yo, like part of the original value of us as commodity was our sexual prowesses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
right? And all these things have a history, my G. Yeah. Shit ain't just falling from the top right. of the sky, red, 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 and it, red, and, red, it goes, red. and it goes deep in, 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 in just like, oh, black men got big dicks. Like, it goes deeper than that. You so know what I'm saying? But and, it's the curiosity as once again, it comes back to that because if you don't contextualize this, if you don't contextualize it, lies what makes black women so well-equipped to lead, but the investment to keep them out of leadership. If you don't understand, you can just say, they just tripping. They always talking shit. Exactly. Not always talking shit. Y'all just want everything, but you don't understand what it's like because you never took the time to understand what these black women are saying. And for black women who tell black men don't cry and say like, fuck that, you being too soft and blah, 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 blah. It proves that you have no idea what it really means to be a black yeah. man in this country. A black man who does not know exactly what it means to be a fully realized man because no matter what every step of the way there was a boundary and there was something impeding a self-actualization I mean, of a black man beyond even being a man how many of us know we're human yeah right mm -hmm. like i say like yo black men you're more you're worth more than your penis people think i'm joking but like, yeah no you're absolutely right some brothers you. don't know that yeah. They ain't got that news yet. It's still Juneteenth for them. Mm -hmm. And that's why you you, you, all, you look across from but somebody and, and they don't want to be anybody right. but a dick to you because they don't know how to be anything else. They've been a told this is, this is it. This is, you understand the ones that, and it's like, yo, brother, do you know your own favorite color? Right. Forget the person you're Because I would, exactly. And, and, and oof, that's actually even deep because it's like not even... Oh my god! Based off of like what they're allowed to do into society, but it's even what they limit them, like not even just even their own oh, thoughts, exactly. like exactly regardless of like that's even, oof, that's that's heavy. I'm even thinking about that. Like, damn, that shit is real. It and it comes back to when I'm raised, when we're always being raised in survival mode. Mm -hmm. So much stuff gets nobody's less, yeah. stopping you to ask you how the fuck you feel about what's mm -hmm. going on in the world, how it's impacting who you are and what you want to be and who do you want to be and how do you feel you about deserve this that. and how do you feel about that? You they deserve you, that, though. And you do deserve that. And I think that that is a thing about black folks. We were considered not to be human beings and then we go on past that and we're told that we're, we are literally cattle. But not even considered. We were like, that was like a... Because, you know, don't you love when people talk about back in the days and they're like, yo, like I mean, they, long, long, and it's long, like... Long, long. Time ago. It was like I said, ago. I could reach and back know, there and touch someone. And like, you know how they always make it seem like, oh well, the black people agreed with being three fifths of a human being. I'm like, yeah, they loved it. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and they had, eventually they got they signed on the dotted line. That was such a long time ago. They asked for collars and everything. Like, like you know what, what I'm saying? Like, and you're like, and that's because at the very base of it, like black people, what I'm trying to encourage you to reconquer is your humanity, because right. this is the first thing white supremacy wants to rob you of right is your humanity right like this to me this is all about liberation like black people i want you to be free because you deserve it yeah you right. understand that's your right like yeah. you know what i'm saying not, not only you're right it was earned mm -hmm. in blood and paid you, for you understand paid for paid for like yes. your family like they got statues off the coast of trinidad of your people your people walked into water rather than to submit to bondage your family just think about that Walking into water. I'm sorry. I would have been walking right along in the water. Yeah. yeah. You think you just think and so Feb, your cost to be the boss was paid for. Ooh. Come cash your checks. Is all I'm saying to you. Mm -hmm. Come cash your motherfucking checks for you are deserving of your checks. Yeah. Stop letting the game try to confuse you and make you feel because if they could separate you from your humanity, mm. they yes. can separate from everything. And I think that's what so, who are you? Ooh. Who are you? So even to like your point, I think that 
white people that that are up there mm-hmm. i think they know that and of i course. think that's why of course you know because like we're literally like even from the conversation like we're literally like money of, listen literally money i never even thought about it in listen. that sense like i know we have the but like to actually think about us as being literally money and thinking of why they because think about it when money comes together that's powerful yeah. listen there's so a whole imagine all of these little all this money coming together yeah, in a certain type of way and I, like to your that's point why that's why these diasporic wars that are happening right now that those are trolls plants thank you they're they're thank not real you. thank you those are that is purposeful thank you distraction that is purposeful and destruction of her destruction of black folks using like i mean people i mean it's ridiculous some of the stuff that i see i, I look at this shit i'm like look at this shit that a they're black trying to do right now that's make what sure I'm they saying. rip us apart because a black person We're that never. suffered couldn't say that type of stuff to another black person and not feel like damn son because that's what I'm saying. Like, if you feel like as a continental African, slavery is something that didn't happen to you on your continent, I just want to remind you that South Africans got free in 1994. One, just nine, now. Nine, four. years ago. That men that didn't have right to vote in Africa. Live. You understand? Men that needed freedom papers in Africa. You understand? You could be on the bus. And a random white brother be like, who are you? And then had to pull out freedom papers until the 90s. Like black people, like we could be cute. Imagine we, we were could... filming Living Single in the that, 90s. Fam, the Jordans had been out. The yeah, Bulls, yeah, fam, yep. that black so people deep. needed freedom papers in Africa up until the mid 90s. And to Donovan's point, you mentioned this on whatever platform is that we don't know these things either because of the bubble that we live in and we don't know the the impact the ramifications of everything that's going on outside of the u.s yo yeah. and yeah. another point is so for example you go to a place like russia there's a cottage industry around dance hall mm-hmm. right where so it's like we don't value our own artists so now the dance hall artists have to go fam fam mm-hmm. fam fam a whole we cottage know. industry of just dance hall dance classes and etc 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 and that's what i'm saying like fam like there's a man who's making billions off pretending of being a black man like you right now dear black man so that's that's all i'm saying to you just remember how valuable you are there is somebody like yo like there's a kid who every day wakes up and wishes he was you on your shit yesterday Mm mm-hmm that's what I mean by love yourself because what happens is Come this. Mm-hmm. So like when we talk about like one of my biggest pet peeves right now is this term called the culture, right? I really hate this notion mm-hmm. of the culture. I'm like, mm-hmm. who the fuck is in this the culture shit? But the mm-hmm. thing is this, right? Like <laughs> hip hop culture is one thing, but the culture is like intellectual property of universal music group, right? To go mm-hmm. back to the controlling of the narratives, right? Like most of our entertainment and be it music or film or otherwise is controlled by a company called Universal Music Group. Mm-hmm. Google them, find out who they are. Right. It's f- really interesting because like the owner of 6 ix label who's getting released soon. So now we will have the first known snitch to come back and be a gangster rapper. Watch that space. I don't, I don't get it. Listen. His, the guy who owns his record label is the son of the owner of Universal Music Group. So if you've been wondering like what kind of stakeholders are at play when surrounding the situation. Got it. So from that perspective, is ask yourself, this commodification of the quote-unquote culture, is it beneficial for you, dear Hell black people? no. Hell right? no. Like this hyper-visibility, somebody is cashing a check by selling a narrative to the world that you were a thug, a gangster, or this or that, making billions of money, and that shit is leading to 
You playing in the park and getting shot if you're 12 years old. Mm-hmm. You being in Ohio inside of a Walmart, it's a state where you could fucking like open open carry, right? And getting shot for owning an air rifle. You understand the ones that like getting shot for getting choked for selling Lucy's, yeah. getting shot for jaywalking. You yeah. understand the ones that getting stopped and searched at a higher rate, getting blocked up for smoking weed at a higher rate, and etc. etc. Not even getting access to the good quality weed. Yo, dear black man. I mean, that's crazy right there. That's- you feel me? All the shit that we done done Damn. for, like, we can't, but, yo, fam, fam. I'm telling you, it's crazy. It is so crazy. And when you get into the kind of stuff that we were talking about just now, it's like those are the ways in the, in which white people will harass and be and play antagonist. But we also participate as a result a, of that exactly. same chain reaction. It, so, for example, you looking at that feminine black boy and telling him, oh, whoop, 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 is policing the blackness in the same way? Exactly. You feel me? Exactly. You are participating in the same creation that because what that black boy being himself says to white supremacy is I can be black and exist outside of the realms that you have for commod- for commodifying me. Exactly. And not only can I exist, motherfucker, I will thrive because yeah, it's right. still magic over here. Yeah. Right? right? His very existence is the antithesis of everything white supremacy wants to sell you about what you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But instead of realizing that and protecting that because he's the last grasp of your humanity's manifested, mm-hmm. dear mm-hmm. black people, mm-hmm. you want to choke him out. Yeah, you want to be You want to smother right? him. Exactly. Yeah. Because his existence reminds Truth. him of how much you are participating. Yeah. Right? And the thing is, like, it's it's hard not to participate. But, yo, black folks, dear black folks, once again, ain't nobody but you gonna come save you. Yeah. So, yeah. you could you could keep waiting for, you know what I'm saying, whatever. I know. I know. Or you could maybe start embracing that queer people. Uh, right. Like, hug your queer brothers and sisters. Let them yeah. know that they are safe. Like they, yeah, safe. I'm telling you, like the we have yet to accomplish. I mean, we've accomplished so much, but we have yet to accomplish an ounce of the things that we can accomplish. But what I do know is, like any from from ants to the stories of the Amazons to the stories of the best civilizations, including America and the Roman Empire, all of these things, there was a sense of community. That existed, even though there were a lot of things wrong, wrong with all of these organizations. The, com- the community aspect of it is something that I think is unique when mm-hmm. we talk about it with black folks because that has been purposely erased from our story. That has been purposely been taken away where we do the one thing we're that actually the has, best at. Exactly. Because there has been, you know, some of the context and a lot of things taken away from the very village like and the very communal you know, tradition that we have as black people in terms of like our spirituality, in terms of just like how we ran our societies, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, like that. And they are that dynamic. They are non-monolithic, but there are certain qualities that seem to exist. And we see them in other POC communities like the like like Native Americans mm-hmm. or, you know, like ancient Buganda. Like there are, there are other things that we have yet to, under, to understand or uncover because it's not popular to be well-researched and mm-hmm. to understand what has happened. However... We're running out of time. Um, I think that we're getting into a place now where, you know, we're able to travel. We're we're allowed to do things. We're getting a little bit more money um, across the board in terms of just like, oh, well, well, some of us anyway are getting to a place where we can sustain our lives and we're able to go abroad and like check out and see how other black people live. But we approach it like white people. Like I'm coming here. I'm just here to visit. I'm going to spend my little money. I'm going to go back home and forget that this place ever existed. And in in the same regards that we think about community, right now from a deficit and not not considering our queer brothers and Mm -hmm. sisters and not considering our trans brothers and sisters 
it's the same way that we go to other communities and see other people and not consider them in more dynamic ways. What does it really mean to fill in the gap of community? What does it really mean to go to a place that is a majority brown and black people living in poverty and figuring out like, what can I do in this moment to do whatever it is I can do? So when I go back, where should I tell people to go? And what should I tell people what to do? How can I be an advocate to close these gaps? And I think that it is a part of the marketing of anti-blackness that keeps us away from each other with something like as trivial as a vertical I think it's a vertical of humanity, which is sexuality. Um, but just like needing to be able to get food and water, you know, we need to be able to figure out how we help black people. And if we're not careful, we're just going to continue. We're just going to become the exact things that we hate. And that is what makes me so scary, because at the end of it, when I see black men in particular, black straight men looking at us like we're pieces of shit, I'm like, that's the same way that these white motherfuckers look at y'all. And you listen. This is the same thing. Like we're, hating we're your queer this. brothers and sisters is not going to give you an express ticket into the white supremacy club. Because if you got rid of all of us, that's not going to be that. that still ain't not gonna gonna be it might actually so we might actually, be worse. Right, yeah. That's, we, we actually put a little buffer and that's up all in I'm there to say, with some like, of our privileges. And this is what I be trying to say to like black men, especially. It's just like, yo, fam, like, we need better strategic vision. Uh, 100%. That, and that's why strategists get paid so much money. It's because... Even because you you talked about like this two pronged way that white supremacy attacks mm-hmm. it attacks on the good and it attacks on mm-hmm. the bad because it it sells you your thug life mm-hmm. and then it tells everybody else the thug life is bad so you want to be a thug right you want to like live a certain kind of life you don't want to be emotionally intelligent and then on the other side they're telling white folks see look at them unemotionally they're emotionally unintelligent they're they're out here doing these kinds of things to me you know I'm very fuck what white people think. But I'm very concerned about what we think about each other because, like, even in some place like and London, so much of it is included is like based on what white people think about us. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. And because we see each other through that same lens, exactly. Like in London, in particular, went there. We talked about knife crime. Black folks in London go up to each other and stab each other with knives. Now, I want you to know, gun violence is a real problem here. But th- I'm not saying it, that one is better than the other. But, but it's there's a just different about like you pulling know, like a machete like thing and putting inside another black boy because your postcode is at war with his postcode for like $20, for like $40. And then to put it on Snapchat. Wilson, that's and crazy. Bo- you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then you made the point like there's just a certain level of intimacy. There's a certain you have to level get close of... And it's like... It's like you're like, gonna hear that, It's man. almost like you have to... It's that... Uh, it's, like a little trust almost to, yeah, it's, to be able to get... To even get that close. Yeah. Or, or the audacity, the, the power that you would have felt, the level of hate that thing that would drive you to do something like that. I think that what I found to be very significant about that is the app, the action of punishing yourself in that way. The action of expressing how much you You don't feel like you have anything to live for in that moment is so crazy to me because to this day I have been robbed. I have been, I've gotten death threats. I have been attacked for being a gay black man, for being a black man in general. I've been called a nigger walking down the block from a white person. And to this day, I have no desire to attack or harm a black person. No, no desire in any way, shape or form at all. I just, I don't have that in me. Mm. And it's not to say that I will not fight you and have, do what I have to do mm-hmm. if I see that something that, but I pray that that day will never come. Mm-hmm. And I pray that, you know, we will find a remedy and we will start seeing ourselves in the best way when we see our, see each other, even when it's in anger, as opposed to seeing the worst version of ourselves at all times. And that 
it comes right back to the earlier point that you had about self-love. It is the beginning. It's the ending. It's about getting to know yourself. It really is about fundamentally falling in love with the things that you don't like, the things that you can change and the things that you can't change. And as the sky is blue, you cannot decide one day to just show up gay. For a lot of us, it is something that happens. For some of us, we can say we have options and we can make a choice. That's amazing. That wasn't necessarily my experience, but the folks who did have that experience, I don't take that away from them, but I acknowledge that we are non-monolithic. We have different things. There's no one size fit all. So when we get into the space of looking at black people and judging us because we don't fit into certain boxes, it is literally brainwashing and it's poisonous and it's ruining our fucking communities. And I do hope that, you know, like on my on my end, I really wanted to talk to you about this because I know that only you could put it a certain kind of way. And the biggest thing is, is that like as a black person, you do have a responsibility to be pro black. You do have a responsibility to love yourself today. Mm-hmm. You have that responsibility so that you will not be scared when somebody else has the nerve to love themselves. themselves it won't make you cower it won't make you fearful it won't amplify your hate for yourself because you would have done that work and that is what we need that is what how we need to support black cis men in my opinion we need to support them so that they can feel like they can have access to their love self-love our love wherever that they are and I think like that's what I get the most out of this conversation. That's really, really been missing. I concur. Cause I think like, yo, creating safe spaces for like straight men may not be, but like making sure that black men understand that because this is not some like lovey dovey love. This is radical changing type of love. Like I said, demand accountability, but big man be accountable. Absolutely. You understand? Because that is self love. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like, and that's what I'm asking. But you know. In case it doesn't happen, like if you remember nothing else by people, like remember to love yourself. It's a radical act because it goes against the expectations of what the world has for you, right? And I'm not saying to you, like, be complacent because in loving yourself, it'd be easier for you to love other black people. Yeah. To my queer black people, I want to apologize profoundly from the bottom of my heart. I know these words may not mean much, but. I acknowledge you, I see you, and I salute you. You know what I'm saying? Like, thank you for the work that you do that's tireless and thankless. You understand what I'm saying? Thank you for not giving up on black people yet because I know there are days where it's not always easy to love black people. And I know, you know, sometimes, often as black people, we fall short of the mark. And so I just want you to know that what you are doing is purposeful and thank you for it. And as for the rest, yo, man, find peace, fam. Life is short, dog. Find peace. Like, you are deserving of it. Blessings. Yes, I want to just thank you so much for being here. Um, I just, you know, our our interactions in the last couple of months, you've just just the way you show up and how you acknowledge me and the work that I do when I'm just running around and you actually like pulled me aside and you just, you know, thanked me for what I've, you know, just it was just the exchange that we've had and everything, you know, following that. And I just appreciate you for allowing me to have this type of relationship with someone like yourself, um, rooted in love and friendship and conversation and growth. Um, uh, and I'm, I, I recognize the privilege in that. Again, I feel like as a person in the type of space and that what we're doing, I feel very privileged because, you know, as a black gay man, 
I have a this is very unique to be able to have access to more se- several black uh black cis heterosexual men you know what i mean like that's a privilege to be able to have you know conversation i have like all of you guys numbers where i can call up with any like that's amazing and i, I just I appreciate you for how you show up and thank you for taking the time you know to sit with us and and kind of like hash out some of this stuff and and keep the conversation uh going and i just know because of who you are and how you show up that that's just naturally what you mm-hmm. do and and i appreciate you for that um but just lastly um just to if you could just kind of gather this thought what does no days off mean to you i mean it's like because you guys have it spelled at like d-a-z-e and i appreciate Mm -hmm. that a lot right it's like don't don't be foggy (laughs) right like it's cool that whole like grand forever shit and it's kind of british right Mm -hmm. but like don't be foggy right even if you're taking rest like be intentional about that you get it you know like Mm -hmm. Love yourself, like be intentional, you know, like don't be in a daze, don't be, because the thing is like, life is complicated, but it's simple at the same time. Meaning like in order to be present, you have to be absent, but in order to be like absent, you have to be present sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So when you say no Balance. days off, that's what, you understand, that's what I understand because like too often the first place where we we doze off or we daze to is in here. Mm-hmm. But everything that we do out in the world starts inside of mm-hmm. this here thing on top of your shoulders. Right. So if you allow the days to get inside of there, it'll navigate how you you feel me how you show up. So, yeah, that's what I think about when I think no days off. But you know, I'm, I'm no, that's am- you get it. I, I'm glad that it's you. Glad that of you course, yeah. Of course, yeah. Of course, yeah. I love it. Of course, you awesome. Got it. Uh, you're amazing, <laughs> fucking Wilson. We love you, and we'll definitely have you back. Um, we have a little mantra here, so you're gonna say "take no shit." That's your. That's what you're gonna say, okay? Cool. All right. So we have a little mantra here. You know how it goes here at No Days Off. Take a little time to get to know yourself. Take no shit and take no, no days, days off. off. Oh, hey, pop, 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 really, really, really quickly. Sorry. Yeah. Um, we want to know who you are and and how can we find you? Yeah. So boom. Uh, my name is Blacks, Wilson Blacks. Uh, follow me on IG, man, like Blacks. Follow me on Twitter, man, like Blacks. Uh, check out my podcast, Gary and Peanuts. It's available on Spotify. Hello. Uh, you know what I'm saying? All of that, all of also, that. Also, he's a regular panelist on, on The Great Vine. And also, like, black people, when you reach out to me on the internet, I'm not a brand, I'm a human being. So, like, mm-hmm. come with love and there will be nothing but love. You understand? But just remember that you're coming at a fellow human being. You understand? I, say, I still don't quite know how I got to be in a position where I'm on a public platform, but I'm trying to... Utilize it better. Love and blessings. Holla, 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 holla. Thank you so much, man. That was awesome. Nah, thank you guys for the platform. For real, for real, for real, for real, for real. Like, anyways. (laughs) Until next time, beautiful black people. Thank you, guys. Peace out. No days off.